Welcome to the Nas Red Podcast, where Nas Red talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, Alex and I were just looking at my DVD collection, and we were in the Criterion section, and he pulled out... What movie did you pull out, Alex? La Dolce Vita. And he was telling me something about his favorite thing, something from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a really cool moment. By the way, just to, to give it some context, this is 1960, I believe. Uh, Federico Fellini, if you haven't gotten into his movies, I highly recommend it. And you know what? La Dolce Vita is a perfect one to start with a lot of people will say eight and a half and i love eight and a half that's also okay but no i think even start with la dolce vita it's really cool so there's a moment and and he does this a lot in his movies where i was telling you how he'll have characters talk directly into the camera i.e to you the viewer and be like ah senor senor come 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 here let me show you and very you know big manic fast-paced people so literally at the halfway point and by the way it's. I wish I could say I discovered this on my own. I'm basically paraphrasing something that a special feature in that very Criterion edition yeah, yeah. tells you about, but I just want to geek out over yeah, yeah, yeah. for a sec with you because the guy who broke it down is totally right. Yeah. There is a halfway point where uh, we fade up on a door, door opens, and a woman, a maid, basically, greets you, i.e. Marcello Mostriani, mm-hmm. the main guy. We figure, okay, she's talking to the main character, but also kind of us. You know, it's both. Because yeah. she's talking directly in the camera, and she says, Ah, Marcello. Uh, and he's come to his friend's birthday party. And I forget what it, but she basically says, Ah, your, your friend and his friends have been waiting for you. So... She's been looking directly into the camera at you, the viewer. Mm. And then this seamless thing happens where you see other guests look to you, the camera, and then the the guy for his birthday who's waiting for his friends, Uh he looks into the camera and then just seamlessly the camera does this little side arc where now his eye contact is broken away from you, the viewer, naturally. Uh And then the camera swivels around to show... Marcello Mastroianni uh, and him in uh, a master f- shot, yeah, right, you know, yeah, shaking hands. Yeah. So what we've done in one shot is we've done like a soul jump. Mm. It's like we and the main character were together in the shot, and then boom, we suddenly just detach. Yeah, and yeah. now we're the third character yeah. watching these two, but we thought we were Marcello for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I hope that translated uh, through you translated voice, uh, because Alex. you also. I highly recommend watch the whole movie, and you'll talk. You'll see what I'm talking. Alex about when you was Alex was gonna <coughs> tell me this off the microphone, and I thought, no, mm. no, 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 we must do this on the microphone because this can't is great let knowledge. These too. moments escape. Yeah, you, exactly. But dude, a slight spoiler for eight and a half. If you don't want to hear, I mean, not, wait, La Dolce Vita. If you don't want to hear this just mm-hmm. skip forward dude the last time i saw this i and i've seen it a number of times mm-hmm. at different times in my life like yeah. in a teen and this and that but do you remember that dude he kills his family so that is the birthday guy oh I'm that's talking the, about yeah he is the dude who's gonna eventually yeah. kill his family yeah and that's that, so yeah awful yeah what going no 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 it's just kind of crazy <clears> because like when I saw it the last time, I was like, oh, I don't remember this, and that's yeah, that's pretty dark. You know? I, I saw it a year ago in preparation for going on a trip to Rome. Oh, I yeah. was doing my own Duolingo app Italian lessons. I'm yeah. also re-watching all the yeah. Fellini movies. See, the thing with Fellini is that a lot of bullshit people say use his name as like this kind of like marker of... I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know and what it's you like, mean. It's easy to think of yeah. it. It's like, oh, look at you, Fellini. Yeah. Fellini, Fellini, Fellini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, <clears throat> if you look at his films, 
it it mm. is so not that spirit. It's like playful. And it's oh, yeah, you know, like dude. no 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 it, the the circus freaks have come out to play. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, like yeah, I know. I I I agree it gets because he makes fun of that society yeah. all the time. Yeah, all yeah, the, exactly. It, yeah. The, the movie lampoons the one percent all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And that's also, but yeah, La Dolce Vita, by the way, is about a paparazzo, a guy yeah. who a total, a guy who it's his job to mingle with the one percenters, the rich, the famous, the yeah. idolized, and basically like involve himself romantically. And and kind of carelessly, just yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. he's breezing. That's another thing that I like about that shot is there is this sort of like it's vignette like the whole movie. So you're kind of just soul jumping from one. Yeah, dude. How long is Fellini's it? sick? Man. Yeah, he's Fellini is best. awesome. He's one yeah. of the best. He's OG, but he's not really. He's no. Dead. I I will I will. Def- I mean, there are many, and he had different phases too. Some people also, by the way, are in love with his earlier stuff that ain't so surreal. Like was, La Strada. Yeah, like La Strada. I think was almost like his penultimate before he really went into yeah. like Dreamland yeah. Wonder. I, I've seen it. I. You know what's funny? Because I mean, dude, for a lot of my movie going life i would watch his movie stone so like yeah. it's like i'll watch something and then i'll forget that i watch that's why i keep <laughs> record now you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like because it's like so i can keep track and i can reference and stuff right. like that but like i've seen have you seen that his first movie the one that he co-directed with someone else can't say that i've seen yeah. anything i don't remember I don't, anything of it. i, I just know that. like knights of kibiria i think it's right. called i've I, never seen that i rented it from, from vidiots your ah. yeah yeah. The old time yeah. place. Yeah, but yeah. anywho. Um, anywho in Whoville. Alex, should we explain to the listener, friend, what happened, uh, you know? Yeah, take what, it away. Okay, okay. So this is what happened. And I was really excited because this was going to be the 60th episode. Ah. Uh, but it's 61st episode because I had to do an episode last week to replace. This is what happened, folks. Okay, listen. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> By the way, I'm incredibly high. Alex, are you are you okay? Are I, you? I am definitely the yeah. opposite of down. Yeah, okay, okay, awesome. Okay. So what happened last week was Alex came to do the podcast. We were, he was going to give we were going to review Blade Runner. Or it was more I, I wanted to hear Alex's thoughts. Yeah. That that's more what it was. I wasn't gonna I liked Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. you know, like but I really wanted to know Alex's critical thoughts on the film. You know? and, and I and I dare say I did get critical. <clears throat> yeah, he got very critical in a very honest way, and I think yeah. I think it was fair. You know what I mean? And then, so Alex comes to my home, and meanwhile, my poor mama, oh, mama, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was was yes, oh, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> yeah. And a- Alex knows my mom. We've even she's all- so she is so yeah. sweet. Yeah, all three and- of us. Even we, what do we? We went to see Guardians of the Galaxy saw- Volume Two. Yeah, we yeah. saw Volume Two. And didn't we? It's hasn't she come to a couple films, or is it just the one that she joined us? Well, one time she dropped us off. No, oh, no, 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 so I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, this is <laughs> yeah, yeah. two in two hours. No, 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 but, but uh, you know, she, Alex, you've <clears> seen my mom a number of times now, especially no, now doing the podcast. So welcoming. Like yeah, so, yeah. yeah one, and yeah. so she had a bad pain or something, and it turned out it was a slip disc, but we didn't know this at the time. We thought mm-hmm. it was like a kidney infection or some mm. terrible thing. <clears throat> but painful nonetheless yeah 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 it was it yeah. was it, it wasn't fun you know what i mean so he alex comes to do the podcast and we start doing it and 
right off the bat, I was just... I wasn't, you can hear it because what we're going to, but anyway, I'll explain. We're doing the podcast and Alex starts giving his thoughts and it was really great. (laughs) And then, and, but my mom had a doctor's appointment. And so Alex, at any point, if you want to jump in, you can can jump in. (laughs) No, no. I mean, yeah, the the appointment was looming. Yeah. You knew it was on the horizon. No, no. I wasn't, I wasn't saying if at any point you want to jump in, like as like, Alex, come on. Like I'm I'm just, if you have any details that like you feel are are, are important. No, no, man. I'm, I'm following you like the, like the others in an Agatha Christie novel. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Go on. Thank you. Inspector. I am like Agatha Christie, but yeah. Okay. So, so, so. As we're doing the podcast, my mom is writhing in pain, oh, you know, in, in the yeah. next room. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing the podcast and I'm kind of like in a not a great mood. Uh, and it's not like you can. I was like saying anything bad to Alex. I was. We were just. We were just. But d- the the subtle passive aggression was really. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Me and Alex are amazing friends. Jeez, Alex, take that back. That was very <laughs> my friendship to you. But listen, so so Joshing. so so we're doing mm-hmm. it, and and then finally, my mom knocks on the door in the middle of the of the uh, podcast. Uh, to uh she she wasn't writhing in pain but she was she was she was she was hurting yeah. you know what i mean no, it and it was... turns out that it was a slip disc yeah which is yeah. which we found out like 2 days later or something you know like and so but here's the conundrum you see mm. within my own personal pain you know of having a sick mother alex was able to give a really good review of blade runner 2049 <laughs> and uh so what and the thing is we have a chunk of it it's like 22 minutes mm-hmm. of you know the the full thing that we recorded and so what i decided is i'm going to do using the magic of editing in you know editing it, you see yeah exactly a long lost art form yeah it's, found in the caverns of creativity who invented it alex editus rex editus rex that's right and so Using the art invented by Editus Rex, mm-hmm. I am going to splice in that review, and then we're going to come back after that review and talk about our top five horror films, which I have some thoughts on, and I know Alex has some Ladies thoughts. and gentlemen, in a moment, a rabbit will be coming out of this hat. Yes. But until then, where is the rabbit? Exactly. The rabbit... It could be coming out in your heart, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, so so so. Uh, hopefully, this will. Uh, you know, you'll you'll like Alex's review. So, Alex, are we? We're going to listen to it, right? Ourselves. I, right? I think we're going to listen to ourselves, and I'm hopefully going to remain unself-conscious. Okay. Yeah, me too. Because, dude, this is the thing. Like, usually when I do the podcast, I'm in a really good mood. It's not like mm-hmm. this is a job or anything. You know, no, like I mean, this is one of you the know, most like, fun things ever. Yeah, it's and it's fun doing it with Alex. I, I I will I will preface. Oh, you know, okay. Here's something I just want to quickly. Just, yeah, go ahead. I want to add slash. I guess it's going to sort of begin my Blade Runner critique. Yeah. Uh, you you'll you'll already see that I'm I have a contrary opinion to most people's take on right, 2049. Right. <clears throat> and I just have to just re-emphasize visuals A+. plus. I'm not knocking anything about what we saw just sort of on an aesthetic level. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. But my, what I realized I didn't mention in the, in the interview is, uh, or should I save this for the end? 
for when we come like back. Like when we come back, should yeah. I say this as like a follow up to what they'll be hearing? Yes. Did you say we'll it? Do you, do you remember? I don't think I it? said it, but let's just, uh, you know what? It, this at least gives them something to wonder about. Okay. So I'll awesome. talk about this after. So, folks, we will see you after. The, well, well, you're going to see us anyway, but it's us in a different time. In your third eye. It's it's like it's a lot like Doctor Who. You know, we're playing with Doctor time. Doctor Who? Here. But anyway, we will uh, enjoy our review or half our review, Alex's review of Blade Runner 2049. Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, where Nasred talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. It is a spooky October 19th, (laughs) 2017, and joining me once again is Interdimensional Alex. What's up, people? He's, hello, Alex. How are you? I just beamed in. I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, actually, you know, like... It's 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 weird. It's, you know, it's some heavy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, a, a, a family member is uh, not feeling well, so it's it's mm, not it's not the best mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, I'm, no, no. It, yeah, and and to keep it, you know, you say, "Oh, I'm good," just to kind of get it out of the way, and then you really think about it, and you're like, "Well, actually, uh, the world's been weighing me down. Yeah, and I've totally been fucking up my life in this respect, and I'm not doing this with my life." But even with that. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, and I th- can't wait to talk thank about you. Thank some you. horror. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you it. Know Life is horrific. Oh, fist bump, man. Fist bump. But you yeah, guys yeah. can't see it, but, but you felt it. Dude, it, did you know it's the 60th episode? No way. Yeah. I'm here for the 6-0? Yeah, for the big 6-0, man. Right? You've done thank like you, countless friend. ones. I've lost count. Yeah. Truly. And it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and, man. Uh, no, I love every time I get to come on here, it's so fun. It really it's just hanging out and being able to talk about what we love and yeah. then and then it's not work. Yeah. It's amazing. Fuck Alex, life is so heavy, man. It is though. Thank yeah. God we have movies. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but seriously, thank God we have movies yeah. because you know, thank God we have entertainment and you know, like stuff right. like that. But uh how how have you been just overall uh, it's an up and down world it's definitely been topsy-turvy but when i really think about it like okay there, there's like my first world problems and there's my sort of ego crisis problems yeah but i'm not in a raging forest fire i'm yeah. not in a flood situation i'm not in a terrorist situation yeah. i have to remember like I still woke up with a bed and a roof and a carpet and life and friends and family and food. Hey, see that see that song cheers me up. You (laughs) know what I mean? And and that goes to show you that art can, you know, cheer a person up. Not to seem like a downer. I'm not like sad. You know, can I be honest about movies? Go ahead. This is a weird time and we don't we don't have to get into it now, but just we all know that with what's going on with just the sort of shift in paradigm in Hollywood and all yeah. that and the whole kind of like end of an era for some of these abusers of power. Yeah. It kind of casts a sort of light on it. Like all of filmmaking is sort of, well, okay. The, the production side is suspect. What I want to salvage is just the purity of films, which is really the making of it. The actual yeah. like yeah. artistic dreams that go into it. Yeah. 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 But even like, like everything, you can't talk about anything these days without some kind of weight attached to it it's just a heavy ass time we got this we're in a national crisis known as a presidency yeah (laughs) yeah right (laughs) everyone is seeing different like you literally will be next to people and 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 you're just looking at the same thing but you can't agree on what it is yeah it's amazing life sucks 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Let's it's, just it's, stop it, this. No. Yeah, right now. Yeah, right. no, no, but right. it doesn't suck. It's just, no. I mean, it's it's, it's fun making stuff. It's fun watching mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, it, it's heavy times, folks. What can I say? And it's suddenly become heavy with me because of a family member that, you know. But whatever, you know. Like, what are you going to do? You want to listen to two idiots talk about horror. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, like, you don't you don't want to The listeners right now like, I didn't realize the horror was real yeah. life horror. But listen, if you're yeah. the praying type, pray for everybody. Yeah. Not just me, you know, but who cares? Who gives a fuck? But anyway, what am I saying? But listen, uh, Alex, mm. sip your coffee. I'm sipping my coffee. Yeah. Alex, uh, you are the, obviously you're from another dimension. You are the podcast uh, sci-fi expert. Okay. I, I mean, so you're far, up, you're, so far, yeah, so good. You're, you're up there in authority <laughs> in, in sci-fi Until and Until I get hosted, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Blade Runner... Mm. is a film Mm. oh my gosh yeah that i believe did we even i think the first time you came on we did we talk about blade runner i mean we talked about ridley scott we talked i think a little more about alien but blade runner i think we only kind of but we haven't had a proper discussion about blade runner yeah i would love to just just get into it a little bit so so just we're talking about that and i'll leave 2049 for for a second right we're just going to focus for a sec on this give me yeah give me your blade runner base yeah Give me, give me the base you know and funny. then get into Blade Runner 2049 because you, I am going to ask of your ice cream cone rating. Well, here, here's the here's the cool thing. And maybe I did talk about this once before, but um, I remember as a child wandering in late at night and my dad's flipping through the channels. Yeah. And we both got mesmerized by this. We don't know what's going on, but we totally recognize Harrison Ford. Every kid knows who Harrison Ford is, but, but I know based on what I'm looking that this is... It's not safe like Star Wars and Indiana yeah. Jones. There's something gritty and really violent because I'm watching him fighting Daryl Hannah and yeah. shooting her, almost getting killed by her too, in really brutal, like nose ripping ways. Like it's it's brutal. And then Rutger Hauer hunting him down. I don't yeah. know if you're if you've seen the movie enough times to be familiar with what I'm talking about, but there's this, and you know, he is the Blade Runner. He's the bounty hunter. He's the guy who's hunting replicants, and he gets hunted at the end. It's just, the last talk about horror. The last like 20 minutes of Blade Runner is pure horror. Yeah, I mean, it's like haunted house. A monster's coming to get you, and you, your fucking, your fingers are broken. You don't have a gun. Anyway, I'm watching this as a child. Yeah, and when I uh, saw this. It w- it was it made a huge impression on me. I even remembered the sounds of Vangelis's soundtrack, all this, all this kind of really cool synth. And I didn't really know of it. I I remember it in my mind, but I didn't. You know, I was too young didn't be like, oh, this is a movie, and here's the title. And I just I just remember feeling like, oh, this is scary and weird. Years later, I'm in my freshman year in high school, and my one of my best friends who I met there, he, I'm like, well, what's your favorite movie? He's like, Blade Runner. I'm like, what's that? And he started describing it to me. I'm like, oh, I, I think I've seen this as a kid. Yeah. And I watched it, and I saw the whole thing, and I couldn't get into it for years. I, li- I liked Sorry, it. how old were you at this point? At this point, I'm about 14. Okay. And I remember I went to the video store, and on VHS tape, yeah. I get... Uh, what was called at the time, it was the 1992, the 10-year anniversary edition, yeah. which was the voiceover version. And yeah. that's the one a lot of us started with. Right, right. Now, some people, I, I think, think that's even... that's the one that I started with, yeah. Yeah, everyone's kind of seen that, where you hear Harrison Ford just, I don't know why he saved me. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 
this is yeah was that a bad i first had a impression? belly full of killing before yeah. was that a bad first impression for you well it's a terrible because it always i'm like oh i'm i'm watching these images i see these flying cars this weird nighttime city you know what i love about that movie too is that it's always night it's like gotham city it's yeah, scary yeah. I'm convinced, I know it says Los Angeles, November 2019, but I like to watch movies with a bit of a kind of mythic, like, yeah, okay, Los Angeles, we're, we're calling it that, but we don't, no one has to make any reference with like, you know, here in Los Angeles, no, no, we're in a nightmare, dude. Yeah. Blade Runner lives in the mind of like a crazy person, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're in it. Anyway, well, uh... I, I couldn't get into it for years. I appreciated it. And this is what a lot of guys uh, I've heard say. They they like it. They appreciate the aesthetic. But there's boring parts. It gets long. It sort of gets yeah. unfocused. And I agree. One little thing I will admit, and it just doesn't work for movies, don't ever show a character yawning for yeah. a long time. And there's this one scene where like we're kind of at the midway point, And it has slowed down a bit, admittedly. And Harrison Ford just does this... Like this long-ass yawn. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Like it kind of it makes us tired. Anyway, I had an issue with it. I didn't understand it. And there were also a couple things missing, I felt. And then I saw the next version, which came out, which eschewed the voiceover. Yeah. But even this, this is before the final cut came out. For In like the late 90s to most of the early 2000s, there was this director's cut, yeah. which made a little more sense with the unicorn thing. And, you know, uh, but then finally, finally in 2007... The movie changed my life, and I finally understood what my best friend in high school was saying yeah. about it, and also what guys older than me, big big film buffs, who were like, "Oh, Blade Runner is one of the finest." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I get, it. I, I appreciate, it, but I've never, it's never in, like gone into my soul." Right. And when I saw it on the big screen, dude, dude, when you see on the big screen, yeah, Los Angeles, November 2019, and then. <laughs> And just fade up to this nightmare, weird future world yeah. and cars, and yet this hypnotic space soundtrack by Where Vangelis. was this? Which theater? I remember this was at the Landmark. Oh, wow. In the Westside Pavilion here in uh, Westwood. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and it was, I remember just seeing that, and I knew, and so I'm like, oh, I, I've never seen this movie before. I mean, yeah, I've seen an imitation of it on yeah. VHS with this unnecessary voiceover, which, by the way, don't do that, people. The voiceover happened because all the producers were like, this movie's not going to make sense. You're, I mean, it's nice to look at, but we don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. I'm like, who the f- dude, when you really watch it, and I understand that apparently Harrison Ford got no direction. Well, it works because he looks lost in that movie, and, and it works for that world. Yeah. And it's really an understated... There, dude, there's this beautiful moment where Harrison Ford has killed a replicant, but it's a woman. It really, I mean, like, yeah, I guess it's a robot, but she's a woman running for her life. And he feels, you can just tell that he's like traumatized by it. And he goes up to this little like kiosk for alcohol. And he's like, he's like really close to crying. Almost. Like, it's just this beautiful little moment. Yeah. He's shaking. <clears throat> he's totally full of trauma, PT. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, <laughs> Indiana Jones doesn't think twice after he's done. Same with Han Solo. Yeah. So it's just, it was cool to see Harrison a little more raw. Yeah. So anyway, my final take on that is the f- it's the final cut, people. Don't, uh, don't fuck with the theatrical cut. Don't fuck with the director's cut. 
It's called Blade Runner, the final cut. How many cuts are there that you know of? I think three at this point. Three? And there's probably also some like pirated <clears throat> bootleg shit yeah. that some people have done. But okay. So the Alex, final cut's the best. Yes, sir. That brings us... And I'm sorry, horror fans. We're going to get to the top five, which, by the way, I have thoughts on that. But, but yeah, 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 yeah. Stay with us. Okay, listen. Stay tuned, all right? Yeah. Which brings us to Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. I saw it a week ago or a week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, you saw it. I saw it, I think, uh, opening night. I went to really? uh, I went to the one in... Um, the other one in Westwood. What is it? You know, the big the big famous right, one right. where they always... Yeah. Before you begin your yeah. review, yeah. tell me about the crowd. Meager. I was surprised. Really? I thought we got there super early because, yeah, we had tickets, but we didn't have guaranteed seats. And we were like, oh, we got to get there an hour early. And even then, we were like at the front of the line. And then maybe 200 people came that night. And this was a oh, big yeah. theater. It was were, like, there, were there uh, larger people or and skinny people? You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was mainly guys. I think some girls. And yeah, generally, yeah, all shapes and sizes yeah. and colors and shades oh, and all. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That's cool. But, um, Okay, so and and like sorry, I was thinking of the large guys and skinny guys. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there was a guy taking up three seats. I went, and I was like, when I went no. when I went, um, there was like I think maybe four other people in the theater. Ah, oh, see, yeah, it this was is like what the, I've been hearing. It was yeah, the yeah. week after the opening weekend. Yeah, and uh, but anyway, all right, okay, Alex. Yes, I gotta know, man. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, okay, all right. So, okay, so give me your review. Tell me visuals aesthetic of the world yeah a plus i uh, really amazing to look at i loved every color in it i loved the uh that opening shot in uh sort of just cal we don't know where in california but yeah. it's misted over it's some like weird kind of abandoned farm so that was very much like the original novel do androids dream of electric sheep yeah, by philip yeah, k dick yeah. one of my favorites the protein farm yeah mean? the pro yeah. they're right that which is such a aesthetic cool idea to me was really yeah. like okay that's cool now i couldn't get into so much more after that and it really bothered me because a lot of people i know and people whose opinions i respect yeah. <laughs> i don't even know what i'm eager to know what you know yeah. but like Everyone who I'm generally on board with with movies, even if it's slightly different, they really liked this. And I got frustrated. Now, my friend who I went with, we both felt it. And we kept looking at each other going, am I missing something? So here, here's my beef with it. First of all, what the fuck use was Jared Leto's character? Like, really? Like, what? how did he at all... Yeah. serve the purpose in that <laughs> yeah, movie yeah. he at best was like dr no you know yeah. let me describe my operation to yeah, you yeah, mr bond yeah. like he was just that kind of guy and what's the use of his floaty little turd looking optic lens float like what, yeah. what were they like except for just a graphic designer going i'm gonna put these floating turds in this yeah. scene what, what did they really serve like i get it there was a close-up where i'm like okay i guess they're kind of viewing her but then okay show the scanners in the control booth i want it like what 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 and then he's just describing shit i love how we got to see kind of like how a replicant is born how yeah, it kind of just that was drops cool. out of this weird womb thing yeah. but then he's like and now i'm gonna slit you open and bleed you out yeah what was that what the fuck <clears throat> dude exactly why why yeah. is he doing that he has no this guy i'm been created to be evil he yeah. had no there was nothing nothing drove that character worse off i'm tired and i think like men and women are tired of this 
okay, good for you. You have a threatening female bad guy character. Okay, I love it. But she was as interesting as the fucking Terminatrix in Terminator 3. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, just, I'm here to kick ass, and I'm going to just kill. And I'm, I'm like, why the why? See, the replicants in the first Blade Runner had a very relatable goal. I know I'm dying and I have to seek more life. Yeah. So what's cool about the first one is who's really the bad guy? I mean, yeah, I guess we should be on Harrison Ford's side, but he's a killer. Yeah. He's a straight up bounty hunter on on yeah. even if they're not real human beings, they have fears. They 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 want things. These replicants are the Nexus 8, okay? And I and I knew they were going to do this fucking like need to advance the technology. It's like now these androids are even better and I'm like, okay. Then can I interject please, really please, quickly? Please. <laughs> By now, you sort of understand Alex's opinion. From here on out, we're talking spoilers. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, right, 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 yeah. right. So just, it's true, just, it's true. Just, I just realized I'm totally... By the way, yeah, you yeah. You didn't say anything, I don't think, spoiler. We ha- you have to understand, yeah. When you but walk, but yeah. you get it. He, yeah, yeah, he wasn't just, a big fan. Not a big fan. Let me. Here's another issue, too. Okay. It was cool the first five movies... Ryan Gosling has been weird under neon lights. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. He now, his his thing is he's going to be silent and weird yeah. under neon lights where he just slowly looks. And like a friend of mine said it best. He said, he's taciturn to the point of lifelessness. Yeah. <laughs> Something, <laughs> Something like that. Like he just, it's cool. I love how you're keeping it all on the inside. Yeah. I love how just you're, and you only once in a while, but I'm getting a little tired. It's like he did it. He's, it's cool. It's a thing. Yeah. But like after every Refn movie he's done where he's doing that yeah. and, and. Uh, did you see Only God Forgives? Yeah. I, yeah. I actually, there's parts of that movie that is, that I really, yeah. really like. But that's like. But it's like I, th- I was like, like, okay, you did it. I liked it. Yeah, but yeah. Like, but like he he retired that. Now at the same time, I do like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I do. I really do. Yeah. I, and the thing is, he's now in a niche where they're like, do the weird silent thing under the neon lights. We yeah, got yeah, you, yeah. baby. And he's like, okay. I mean, it's a steady paycheck. I get yeah. it. But like, dude, I remember Lars and the Real Girl. Oh, if I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. dude, he put on pounds for that. He's awkward as fuck. He's does. There's nothing like suave yeah. and layable. But no, he's just like a. It, it, yeah. He's he's a he's a very capable actor and and hey, oh yeah, how about Blue Valentine? That's another. I haven't non- seen that, but like yeah, no, anyway, he's, the he's, point he's, is he's, he's, he's great. He's great. Yeah, yeah. He's and, awesome. and even yeah. though even though it does fall under the I'm silent and very like mm, uh, place beyond the pines, beautiful. I heard. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. That's a movie that I should see, huh? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah definitely yeah. check it out. That, considering yeah. it's got lots of surprises and yeah. it and it just was sort of like. Alex, yeah, do you want to know something weird when I was watching Only God Forgives? You know how, like, the pace of it... Yeah. I I looked in the mirror, and I turned into Ryan Gosling. Yeah, you become that, because <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. slowly yeah. looking at but shit. But anyway, back anyway, to Blade, Blade, Blade Runner 2049. Okay, so... I Okay, how are replicants... Okay, and this is... Okay, ah, I'm sorry, my, my mind's a jumble here. My issue with all these movies is they make it all about the family dynasty. So you know how Star Wars always has to be about the Skywalkers? Well, this had to be about, like, what happened to Rachel and Rick Decker? I'm like, dude, no one fucking... It's fine. And then at first I'm like, okay, cool. They found the remains of Rachel. Uh, But the whole, like, oh, am I his son? Oh, guess what? I'm not his son. I'm like... (sighs) It's all about that. And, dude, and I'm sorry, that was not Deckard. 
I'm sorry. That was Harrison Ford showing up for a paycheck. He yeah. just was like, "All right, where do you? What do you want me to do? Yeah, All right, here yeah. we go. Ask the dog." And you're like, "Okay." Yeah. And that that fighting to get you out of the way, it was beautiful to look at for a minute, but that it was so dramatic, this fight with the ship and the water and everything. Oh, right, like, right, right. That was very like, okay, but I'm like, I don't know, it was, it was uh, less Ridley Scott and more Luc Besson kind of feel to yeah. me. I didn't mind the virtual girlfriend. I actually kind of, I, I liked their dynamic, but then a sort of cynical part of me said, oh, her did it better. Her already right, did Right, I was going to say that. And in fact, I heard a, on a podcast somebody bringing that up as yeah, well. Yeah, right. very close to her. In it was, fact, it was, in her, yeah. didn't he get like a hooker to... At one point, he brought right. a surrogate in. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think they... There's a, Okay, and also, okay, how are replicants replicating how how are they when were they able to you know uh, be able to give yeah. birth okay i guess ryan gosling is a replicant but they also didn't really make that i guess they made it sort of clear with the whole like my kind don't run i'm like eh, all right uh i just didn't also it was, it was so goddamn long before we saw harrison ford i mean like he's like second billion yeah. I, I really thought it was going to be about like two blade runners working together yeah. no like we had to work for that now yeah. don't get me wrong i love the world of vegas i love the whole rusted over orange kind of world that they created there uh-huh. um i just ultimately i think people need to re-explore blade runner via the final cut and really understand kind of like this movie also explained a little too much. There's mystery all over Blade Runner. Oh, dude, and what about Gaff? I love Edward James almost, but that was like old Adama from Battlestar Galactic. I didn't feel like Gaff yeah. as an old man. Who, refresh my memory. Cause, He's cause the I, origami guy. Right, right, He's the okay. guy who, who, dude, without... He has the best line in the first movie of Blade Runner. It's too yeah. bad she won't live, but yeah. then again, who does? Huh. That I I've never understood that movie as I point to my head, but I as I point to my heart understood yeah. that line. That is such a pro- I don't get it, but I get it. That line is there were no there was no philosophy in this movie. It was just very heavy on visuals. It had this very unclear plot. Why is there no police security when Terminatrix kills Robin Wright? Oh, right, right. Why? Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm just going to do this. I'm like, I, I get it. Maybe the corporation owns the police was, so that it doesn't... Was Terminatrix not... a replicant or was she just a very skilled person? See how you're not clear on that? They yeah. didn't make shit clear in this yeah. movie. They didn't... Under, like, okay, I get that there's the... You gave us a scrolling marquee saying now they've advanced to the Nexus 8 phase yeah. of, of replicant, but they didn't really... They didn't re-explore this whole thing about how replicants desire things. And as cool as Ryan Gosling is, that kind of, I'm quiet and just don't feel... Dude, and, no, and they didn't make one mention to Roy Batty. That's Rutger Hauer. Yeah. That's, he was, you know, he is the guy who changed... He saved Harrison Ford's life. Yeah. One of the best images of that first movie... <laughs> And we are back. That was that was the review. Yes. So Alex, mm-hmm. what was? The, okay, yeah. So so Alex I was is going to mid Roy Batty thought uh-huh. of uh, so Rutger Hauer his character. And again, we're this is this is a spoil free or, or spoiler alert kind of thing about a moment in the first Blade Runner. Yeah, go ahead. All right. 
just if you haven't seen the first Blade Runner again, see Blade Runner: The Final Cut. Don't fuck with any other edition, uh. and, and, and try to see it on as big a screen as wait, you wait, can. Wait, I have a question yeah. about that. Don't forget your thought, but like, uh, I shall not. <laughs> um, is the theatrical like the the one that like was released? Mm-hmm. Is that available? I, I I imagine so. Yeah. I, I know it's not like a Star Wars thing where it's not like. Luckily, no. I mean, enough people have. Ser- I don't think it ever had a DVD release though until the final cut came out. And oh, you really? can get like the deluxe version of the final cut, which comes with not only the final cut print, but also really great uh, making of called uh, Dangerous Days, and it's that's like three hours, and you get yeah, everything yeah. you ever wanted to know about Blade Runner. Yeah, that. yeah, and. Uh, and you also, it's like when you get the Brazil full package and you get that bullshit version that Terry Gilliam had to do to yeah. have it make more sense. Yeah. Again, don't work with these scumbags who tell you, you know, it's not going to make sense to the audience. Yeah. All, you know, and, and yeah, I know we're in a fucking gimme, 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 gimme society. But what works so well about the final cut, especially if you have a little of Mother Nature watching just glowing lights in this hazy sky over a futuristic city with Vangelis score. Come on, what the fuck else do yeah, you want, yeah, yeah, yeah. people? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So and just just for clarity, the the yeah. whistle was marijuana, right? Most certainly. not mushrooms or anything like. I uh, I mean, <laughs> while that's tempting, I just know that mushrooms. Your yeah, only yeah. audience for mushrooms should be nature itself. Yeah, I think yeah. if I watched Blade Runner on mushrooms, I might have a total freak. Out. Yeah, that's true. Especially when that's true, huh? Especially on when mushrooms? Rutger Hauer yeah. starts going. Yeah, on, on mushrooms, you want to be in nature, and you, you mushrooms yeah. should only as a quick PSA aside. Yeah, 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 if yeah. you and or some friends are about to do mushrooms, be sure of two things. Make sure anyone who's with you during that time. Preferably should be tripping with you because there's nothing like a killjoy who ain't high and yeah. thinks you're annoying uh, uh, while you tell him that the fabric of the universe is all around us. Yes, yes. Do it with friends who you can fall backwards into, literally and figuratively. Those are the only people you should trip with. And do not do it in an indoor, man made, societally safe, on the grid, surrounded by gadgets technologyville. Yeah. Get into the bosom of nature. Safe, though. Be like a few paces off the beaten path in, like, a good hiking zone <clears throat> where you're not going to be bothered by a lot of tourists, some cool area, but basically get a lot of trees around you, some breeze, yeah. some maybe even, like, a gentle stream, and bring some earth snacks, some healthy fruits and veg, yeah. and veg out and yeah. be good yeah. and, and, and enjoy it. But basically, nature and only the best of friends. Right. And have a Thank you for that, Alex. As for me, I know my mushroom days are over, but I would definitely <laughs> heed that advice if I was taking Hey, mushrooms. some of you might have been thinking about it and just be safe, be yeah. cool, and really enjoy the fantastic feeling knowing factually in your blood that we're all going to be okay. Yeah, that's right. I like that. That's, you know, our friendship gives me a positivity and optimism, you know, Good, about man. our life. But anyway, Alex, yeah. you were, you were uh, saying... About Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Okay, so there's this really cool moment that I'm surprised, like, religious people... I've talked to people who are, you know, I consider myself a a Christian. I consider myself a Catholic. And they've seen Blade Runner. Yeah. And Roy Batty, the character that Rutger Hauer plays, is really, I think, the unsung hero of Blade Runner. Uh Again, we're, we're used to following a protagonist. We figure we should be on Harrison Ford's side. But by the end... The true odyssey of character is in Roy Batty because he's gone from 
a created machine man to someone who experiences every pinnacle emotion that a living organism yeah, can have yeah. from intense predatory hunting fervor to kill harrison ford to at the last second when harrison ford is hanging for dear life about to plummet to his death two fingers broken he's lost his gun he's fucked yeah and he's got rain making shit slippery and he falls and just when he falls roy batty grabs his hand now earlier he knew he was phasing down some life support system inside this replicant's body was dying because his hand was seizing up so do you remember this he takes a nail out of like a window frame or something and oh. he sticks the nail through his palm oh. to wake up his nerves basically but then you see this amazing shot where sure enough when he grabs harrison ford's hand and saves him this is a hand with a nail through it now oh. who else do we know <laughs> who's uh, got a nail through his hand saving people <laughs> buddha no I'm yeah, yeah yeah right, right, yeah right. yeah the guy buddha buddha part two <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, no no, no yeah. totally let's keep it real yeah. buddha 500 years wait later. that's crazy that is so to me the 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 sort of mythologically trained voice in me said holy shit that is christ did come back in 2019 los angeles november 2019 christ came back in the form of a replicant oh and he saved the wicked because really Harrison Ford is the sinful in this situation. He's murdered people. Right, yeah, they're yeah. replicants, but that doesn't mean that they weren't, you know, fearful for yeah. their life. I mean, they, they weren't unfeeling. They got, they were fucking terrorized and killed. So Rutger Hauer saved him. Man. Alex, do yeah. you know what that implies, this theory? Hmm. It's like the the real humans are like the lost cause like the, the the dead species and the replicants are like the chosen children of jesus uh well i think so Does in this some make ways sense what i mean i'm saying i mean, or, yeah. I mean certainly rutger hauer's character did yeah Oh. That's one. I mean, and that's my biggest beef with 2049 is that the, everyone was just like I'm here to do this and and th there wasn't a there was there's a passion a joie de vivre that yeah. the uh replicants have in the yeah. original one that this wasn't evident here i'm like what what the nexus 8 just makes them more <laughs> yeah more subdued yeah and mind you this is more your review than my i i no speaking, please speaking for me i've talked it to death i loved it I, yeah. I mean i i i liked it I, it was it was it was a good time at the movies. Yeah. I really like sci-fi. I like the aesthetic of sci-fi. I like yeah. you know, like you said, the set design and the mm -hmm. you know, cinema. All that stuff was like top-notch and stuff. I have a ton of respect for the guy that directed it, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, 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 dude, and and respect because he's made excellent films so far. If you haven't yeah. seen Sicario Amazing. and or Arrival, yeah, watch yeah, both. yeah, dude, do, do a double feature. Did They're you great. see the other two? You know which ones I'm talking about? Prisoners, and there was another one. They were both Still with huge. Jackman, and I one was with Jake Gyllenhaal. But anyway, the guy is really good, and but I can see I don't know, like when whenever they sort of come out with a movie that hasn't been around for a long time, like like for instance, Blade Runner, where the, the last time they made one was in the eighties, mm -hmm. that was a long time ago. Yeah, and the early eighties. Yeah, yeah. How are you gonna make it so that it doesn't violate? the Blade Runner in everyone's heart individual you know what I mean right. like and and respect to the director I read something where he said you know I invite you to see my film with a baseball bat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that where yeah. it's just like he gets that there is yeah. you know not everyone is into it but enough of us are 
And I'm realizing now I've been I've had enough time to meditate on why I was disappointed yeah, yeah, by yeah. 2049. And honestly, dude, it's because I have a comparison. Yeah. I I'm see I'm not like sorry go ahead yeah well just like like I'm it's because I'm that attached to my feelings about the final cut Blade Runner like it's so good that I wish they just really emphasize that people keep watching that rather than like here's another movie because I'm I'll tell you one thing here's a little pet peeve and I'm gonna tell you guys I'm sorry you listeners Uh. just one little thing I want to urge y'all really watch the original first i have some friends bless their heart they don't have any context for it and they watch 2049 without having ever seen the original one and i think that's fucking a disservice to your education on having real context for what the fucking point of this the story is of all this um the uh, you know let me ask you yeah anyway sorry (laughs) no i'm I'm sorry sorry. i'm sorry i get i get uh, i it's like it's really not that important like yeah okay between that and how about racial equality i'll go for racial equality i get it i'll go for blade runner no yeah yeah, like first blade (laughs) runner then we'll get to everyone's liberties yeah is it possible for you to because i remember when the trailers started showing up i thought this looks good no totally dude yeah. they they got it right the aesthetic was right and i thought definitely i want to he- yeah. see what alex's thing on it is oh is and it, I, and and okay no my beef the soundtrack okay the soundtrack was cool but it was what was it hans zimmer who did it yeah i, I believe uh, hans it's okay i just i i like hans but um and it was big on the <laughs> Yeah, oh. and I get it. We're in a different era now, but the spaciness of the '80s movie, Vangelis. You can't beat Vangelis. I gotta also give a shout out. I've, I love this guy. I intimately know his work. I've loved his work ever since I fucking watched Chariots of Fire as a yeah. kid. What with else my has mom. he done, dude? He's he's done the soundtracks for Chariots of Fire, Blade Runner, fourteen ninety two, The Conquest uh-huh. of Par- Paradise. Uh, you have. Um, fucking uh alexander yeah a flawed movie but i still think has enough salvageable is stuff he in dead? it is he around no no he's around he's uh, just extremely selective about what i bet they approached him yeah for the, I, if they had like, any honor yeah, yeah. yeah he probably was like you want to make a <laughs> sequel of one of my finest works go yeah, fuck yourself yeah, yeah. yeah he uh he and he's also done some really good soundtrack uh, uh, just albums albums yeah. that you can use in other uh, movies oh, they, nice. they're so fucking good dude yeah. but he hasn't released an album in a minute i don't think Anyway, is it possible for you to separate the first Blade Runner from this and judge it completely? I I know it is impossible, but completely on its yeah, own. Yeah, no, that's terms. a fair question. Though. Yeah, that's a yeah. fair question. So let me just okay. I'm looking at this world. Okay, I would be. I would like the aesthetic. I would still be impressed by the visuals. Yeah. I actually, uh, let's say I also haven't seen her. I would be really compelled by this virtual girlfriend yeah, character yeah. that he has. However. I would still complain to myself, yeah, I don't understand what Jared Leto and the Terminatrix were all about. What was there? I don't even really remember what uh, Robin Wright's main drive was. Was she kind? Was she? Oh, no, she was exposition, you know? Well, right, but like, but, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but like, what did she, when she stuck around hanging out with Ryan Gosling, I'm like, oh, they're about to, something's going to go down between the, oh, oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, so what is, how does any. There's just nothing was clear about how anyone, how anyone felt yeah. about each other, um, so I would still have that complaint. I mean, I think I would have liked it. I think I would have been like, "Yeah, that's cool, that's cool." But um, I don't know, man. People have religious experiences, including me, over that first Blade Runner. Mm, so it's impossible. Know. It's impossible. It's a little you, impossible. You, you, you I just know. Like, also, I'm a fucking huge. I I know the original source novel. Yeah. 
intimately. Yeah. I'm really familiar with Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. So 2049 is part three of an incarnation for me. So yeah. you got a lot to work for, 2049. I have a weird yeah, question yeah. because it's been a million... Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, God. Watch out, people. Yeah, it's no. coming. No, wait. Is it coming? <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. nice. That, that Sorry. Was... <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Right. Um, that was there... a peck and boss. <laughs> yeah. Is there any reference in the first Blade Runner to the actual name Blade Runner? Like, do they ever say, hey, he's a Blade yeah. Runner? Do yeah, they? Well, 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 they, uh, um, M. Emmett Walsh uh-huh. is uh, this really great, see, uh, yeah, okay, that's I'm a... done, that guy, he talking like this, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, who and what? Was he, was he in Blood Simple, too? Yeah, 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 he's yeah, the cop. that guy, yeah, he yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's fantastic, and also, there you go, people will complain about the first one, oh, everyone's so, like, like no, 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 between... M. Emmett Walsh and Rutger Hauer. You have some zany people in Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah, yeah, And he's great because he's like, he's this, he's got this shit-eating grin throughout all of his scenes because his whole thing is I got to lure Harrison Ford back in, onto the force. Yeah. Now, my personal theory is they activated Harrison Ford that day and he has all of his memories ah. implanted. So he's actually playing the game with him saying, I need the old Blade Runner back. And dude, quick little aside. Do you remember the very, very beginning where it starts with the whole interview thing and there's a... It's yeah, that, that The dude. predecessor. Yeah, okay, yeah. who does he look and sound a lot like? Harrison Ford? Yes. Oh. Again, have you I noticed have, that I actor? Seen it in a years, yeah, but, like, but yeah. when I watch it with people who've never seen it before, they assume that that... And I, when I was younger, I assumed that that no. was Harrison Ford. There's something weird about it. He looks and sounds a lot like Harrison Ford. So... Isn't Go that on. interesting? He gets he yeah. gets gunned down. So who do they get in? The next model. That's my uh, theory. It's uh, like, uh. all right, we got to use the 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 Holden unit got incapacitated. We got to use the Rick Deckard unit. Activate yeah. now. So he's there in the middle of the city, looking in the classified section of a newspaper. That's the first time we see Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. And he he thinks he's been around for forty plus years, perhaps. Yeah, but yeah. no, he got activated that fucking day. Uh. That's my little armchair theory. question. Yes. Do you know if Ridley Scott has ever commented on the theory or or the idea that Harrison Ford is a replicant? As I understand it, he's the one who's lobbied the hardest for it, and he's gotten backlash oh. from fans who who okay, people who loved the theatrical version totally disregard the idea that he's a replicant. Uh-huh. It's when that director's cut came out that he inserted this unicorn theme. Now, I've always enjoyed that, and to me, that's also very Philip K. Dick. You you, you think you're one thing, and then the whole time you are actually something that yeah. you probably despise. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's pretty badass. Also, I don't mind the unicorn. It's so weird and so mythical and strange to put in this already weird movie yeah. that I, I totally roll with it. But... um. If you notice, they didn't make it very clear in 2049 whether uh-huh. he's a replicant or uh-huh. not. They didn't uh-huh. really talk about that, did they? Did yeah. they really? Did we know for sure that he's a replicant or not? No. I guess props because they're not going to commit to yeah. either fans thing. But yeah, some people hate that. And and I, it's true. One argument against him being a replicant is if he is a replicant, why does he get his ass served to him in every fight yeah, in, yeah. in Blade Runner? Yeah. What if in, the, in 2049 like there's a scene where like... He he, like something happens, and then like Harrison Ford says, like, "What do you think, kid? I'm a replicant." Like the theory. So, by the way, on my in my sci-fi section is, do you see Blade Runner there? 
Is it there? Mm, yeah. Okay, which Dude, which version? Final, you got the final cut. Well done, sir. See. Oh, nice. Win for Messi. My man Nas Red here has the and look at this cover. By the way, didn't come out until, as far as I knew, this was revamped. This cover, but doesn't it look? This is like yeah, on like amazing. Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's really lush. Or like the recent like or in ad Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the recent ad campaign for Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a thro- like... it's a true '80s aesthetic thing where you get all the characters here in their faces, and uh, yeah, man, this is this version right so here. So that's the we like that one. It's the only one yeah. you should ever oh, fuck yeah, cool. with. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. just, just awesome. don't even mess. I think with I got it from else. Amoeba or Rasputin or one of those. Oh, places. it's so goddamn good, man! Yeah. And and also, folks, try to do it as on big a screen yeah. as possible. There's two movies that belong on the big screen: this one, yeah. Blade Runner, the Final Cut, yeah. and 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They belong on yeah. big screens. Okay, so Alex, I want ice cream cones. I want them now. Unless there's any other last thoughts on blade runner before we get to our top five horror mm, i'm trying to think of anything else I've, like i've dogged on a lot of 2049 i'm trying to think what else listening to it again i was pretty hard on uh uh ryan gosling he's a good bloke he, he's a, he's a good but you bloke. didn't say like i hate no no, no, no i don't hate him i'm just sort of for me you were talking about the type of role that I just, he, yeah, he gets, he's so. just, he's just, sometimes he's just a little too subdued for me to find it interesting. I this see. is me. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm really in the minority here. I've only met a couple people who are on board. I've met two people who were like, yeah, dude, this thing doesn't even hold a candle to the original. But I know people who love the original. Yeah, I yeah. even have a friend who's very intimate with the book and the original. He thought this was a fantastic succession of the story. Yeah. See, my opinion of it is like independent of my opinion of Blade Runner. I've seen that's Blade cool, Runner. man. No, no, Runner, I think yeah. that's actually that's strength to you. I, if anything, I have to probably say it's because I really, I really am attached to yeah, Blade Runner. See, that's the thing. I don't think Blade Runner is. Yeah. I, I think it's an amazing movie, mm-hmm. but it's not one of those movies that like I revisit. Actually, I have I've revisited it a bunch of times, sure. but like. I'm like okay, you know, like it's yeah. it's it's good. It's on a production design level. Like it's not like, like see, I wouldn't be if some shithead went and made Pulp Fiction two. Like <laughs> I would not be able. What to, happened to Jules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Adventures of Jules. Yeah, yeah. Adve- yeah. You know, like I would not be able to. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, right, you, right, you know right, what I right. mean. Like, it so, is a little like bold, and I and also I just I distrust the machine because they they only do this to make easy money. Yeah. But then sometimes they get a great director yeah. on board who happens to make a very good thing. I'll tell you what's a quick better example of bringing back like Creed. It should have been a little more like Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creed yeah. was a phenom- it's technically Rocky 7, but yeah. it wasn't. Even though Rocky totally is integral to it, he he nevertheless was a perfect second yeah. billing character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have wanted more of a sort of uh two Blade Runners working together. Yeah. This one. Anyway, ice cream cones. Last time, right as we were getting cut off, I think I said uh, six out of ten. And I gotta admit, it's because I have no interest in any of the characters, and the visuals are only so good that I'm gonna keep it at that. I'm sorry, folks, but someone's got y'all are six gonna out love, of ten. Yeah, everyone else is gonna do nine and ten. People That's love a that. D. I it kind of yeah, is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's pretty brutal. I Alex. know. I'm sorry. 
but um, um, well, I'm just gonna give it a, a nine ice cream. Cones. Awesome, awesome. But, I mean, you know, uh, again, trust me, it's like, my loss, dude. Dude, I'm the one who's suffering here. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, really, I do feel bad. For I'm you. missing. But out. like, dude, it wasn't I'm like I was out. like walking out of the theater where I was like, oh my god, that was the most amazing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I give it the edge. Yeah. It wasn't a perfect film, I don't think, but like, mm-hmm. I give it the edge. A. It's not like I'm a huge Denny Villeneuve fanboy or anything, yeah. but I have a lot of respect for his craftsmanship. No, I, totally. You know what I mean? Like totally. But but dude, I'm gonna say that uh, it wasn't as good as Arrival. Arrival was. Oh yeah, Arrival was amazing. Fucking, I, I was like, oh my god, yes. But then again, Arrival was able to be its own thing. And you, you know, know what? Yeah. Again, had Arrival been uh, the you know closer encounters of the third kind yeah 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 then we would have had a comparison in some ways it's like dude leave the world of blade runner alone yeah and do you know you could just do a different future world i want to clarify two, i want to clarify two things yeah one it's not that like i don't care about the original it's just that, like, when I would see it, I would appreciate it on, like, yeah, yeah. you know. But and w- then, would you say you had, like, a religious kind of, like... No, not it, at yeah, all. Yeah, like, like, and like, it took me forever, yeah. dude. When I, It took me when one day, like I said, when I finally saw it in the theater. Yeah, I, I, I mostly appreciate it in the context of, like, its place in the history of production design. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, it, but Which, I still like. Yeah. I dig it. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's cool. Like, and it's not. I, I will. I will totally agree. If like you got to be ready for a meditative, especially if you do the proper Final Cut version. Yeah, you got to yeah. do a, it's a meditative, somewhat slow. It's a rainy movie. Yeah. It's a kind of eat soup and get a little stone and get yeah, comfy kind yeah, of movie, yeah, but yeah, also yeah. having your mind just slowly kind of blown away because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's horrifically mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. That's wonderful. Well, that was Blade Runner. Let me just... uh, The other thing that I want to clarify. Mm. I didn't know uh, when... Oh, I didn't answer... By the way, yeah, yeah. I need the old Blade Runner back. Yeah, he does say Blade Runner. But they don't say the word Blade Runner in the book. Uh Oh. They're called Bounty Hunters. Do you know what that was from? I, I believe wasn't it a William S. Yeah, Burroughs yeah, it was from book, like William but he's Burroughs. but it's he, that guy is a drug runner. A yeah. Blade Runner is I think actually like a guy who's like, yeah. you know, running heroin between yeah. oh, borders. Really? Or yeah, oh, wow, I think wow. so. Or wow. he, or he literally is a blade salesman. But the point is, they were like, "Nah, we're just gonna just come up with this thing." Yeah, and, yeah. and by the way, I just want you to know, like, if, when you listen back to your review that we recorded last week. Mm. Uh, you listener. Uh, uh, my mom was in pain, but she said I'll be okay. And then she knocked on the door and said, "Like, oh, can you take me to the doctors?" And I was going to take to her to the doctors anyway after the podcast. I don't want you to think I'm he some was not negligent. Person. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, no. Like, he, I was there. I'm the most caring person in the world, right? <laughs> you know. Okay. Listen, folks. No one cares <laughs> more about the world than me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you, Mr. President. But anyway, You're welcome. It is Halloween time, mm-hmm. and so. I just thought it would be interesting for the listener friend if Alex and I made lists of the top five horror films. Mm-hmm. It was while I was making this list that I realized that lists are the most bullshit things <laughs> in the world because this is it was almost impossible for me. Mm-hmm. But Alex, yeah, I have mine written down. You have yours written in your head. It's up there. Alex, yeah. Let's begin. Is there anything you'd like to share? Well, I guess this is technically, uh, it's each of our top five. So we're going to be mentioning 10 titles here. Yeah. And what I'm... We may intersect on That's what I was... The next thing I was going to say is I'm curious if we're going to have some similar ones here. Okay. I'll say for me, I can't... 
I don't think I've really ordered these of importance in my top I five. I tried. It's fucking impossible. It's, it's impossible, it's and, it, and it makes me kind of just like, it, it's too stressful to do that. So think of it more like a sort of five-pointed uh, petaled flower. Yeah, okay. It's just got, okay. it's just got five. It's a circle five, not I, a linear yeah, five see, or a list five, yeah, you know? Here's the thing. I go, I make the list, and I'm like, okay, these... And then... After I make the list, I'm like, wait, but what about this, 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 this? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'm, I was like, oh my god, this people that make lists are such garbage. People. <laughs> but anyway, well, okay. right, and it's a moment in time. This may okay. change over the next few years. So okay, um, yeah, should we? Uh, l- let's. Um, do you want to go title, title, title? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, great, great. yeah. Let's do it. Okay. All right, I'm gonna you give go... me your number one. All right, so I'm gonna say. Wait, should we go? Five to one or one to five? Let's go. Well, that's one the to five. thing because I don't know if I have a like. Oh I said, right, right, right. Okay, just, okay. I'm okay, just gonna okay. just say okay. the title. I'll, I'll, I'll tell. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'm gonna say it in order of how I listed them in my mind. The, okay, the cool. order they came. Okay. To give me, me. give so, me a number one. First of all, can you guess what I'm gonna say for number one? Can you? Can you, the viewers who have followed our conversations over the year plus? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, Jaws. <sighs> Oh, dude, that's not even on my list, and now I realize that's a fucking great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, but it's on your list? No, it's not. Oh, but that's one dude. of the things that I would write. Like, what about that? You I know didn't what even I mean? Think about that shit. So dumb making God lists. damn it! <laughs> yeah, because I can't. I can't sacrifice the other ones. They have to be mentioned. The other ones. Yeah, yeah. no, of course. Okay, can we, can we just We're, quickly just say Jaws? Honorable. Mention. Yeah, yeah. But dude, Jaws. trust right, me. Yeah. After we do this, we have to. I'm gonna list the names that just popped in my head as yeah, the what about. Yeah, we have shit. to. We have to do honorable mentions it, okay. again. It, again. <laughs> Making lists is dumb, and the fact that like people do it at the end of the year is ridiculous. I was gonna do one like where we like maybe you, me, and Jesse like we do like our top ten of the year. And now I'm yeah. like fuck that. Like it's it's dude. Too much I don't work. even have a top two of the <laughs> yeah, year. It's yeah. been a fuck. Movies what need do, to catch the fuck yeah. up. Everything. What am I, Roger Ebert? You know. But anyway, okay. One and day. I love I love Roger Ebert. But okay, yeah. Alex. Yeah, yeah, okay. Number one. Number one. Or whichever. Okay, you know what it is? It's Jaws in Space, the way they sold the movie. Alien. I can't believe I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's my immediate, you say Halloween horror, I go, Alien. Because that's pitch black horror sci-fi. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's still sci-fi, yet it is slasher formula to yeah, the T. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and then there were none yeah, formula. Yeah, yeah, That's That's so obvious that I should have, you know, gotten... Uh, I've known you for a bunch of years now. I should have. Yeah. I feel bad now. I mean, well, you but, know, <laughs> no, we'll, no. we'll cry But uh, one of the things that I was going to suggest was these aren't the top five. This is like our own horror-thon programming. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, no, I mean? totally. Yeah. No, there's just a lineup. Like but, I said, think of it as a circular five, not a linear yeah. or listing. But five. um, in case the the listener friend doesn't know, what was yeah. your history with Alien? Oh man, I mean, I, I I'll never forget. I was at I was at one of my. You usually get two grandmas. So one yeah, of my grandmas, yeah, yeah. I, I remember uh, she was definitely the, I don't want you seeing anything scary. So, of course, I go right to her room where the TV is. Yeah. And for you youngins out there, no one had a personal device. You had to go to the television yeah. set and usually in an adult's room to watch anything and hope they don't come in when you're watching a fucking monster bursting out of the chest yeah. of a dude. Yeah. And I didn't understand, but, you know, this is why I love both Alien and Blade Runner, is that, to me, they are nightmare worlds. Yeah, you can say we're in outer space, and I believe that, but also it's kind of like we're in the realm of nightmares yeah. is where we are. 
uh, as represented in space and spaceships yeah. and all that. So I remember seeing John Hurt going through the... I literally turned on the TV and I'm seeing this sort of weird dinner scene and I didn't know why it was lit in this way and I didn't quite get that they were in space. And this fucking... It was horrifying. Yeah. It was an equal, like, revol- repulsion and also what comes next. Yeah, yeah. And I'm too young to even realize that I'm looking at legends here. Harry yeah. Dane Stanton, uh-huh. Ian Holm, John Hurt. Yeah. Fucking... Tom Skerritt gives a, such a great underplayed performance in that where he's just this suave captain who's number three to die. So your security is taken away. He's first yeah. billing in that movie. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver is second billing. We don't know. If you just watch it knowing nothing about the goddamn legacy of those movies, uh, you know, you don't know who's going to be the final survivor. I, I believe maybe we've scratched on this. I'm just curious. This just popped in my head. Uh, what is your feeling of Aliens? Oh you, yeah, no, and love, I, I I do love Aliens. It's a, it's just a different pace. That's like it's action horror. Yeah, that, exactly. That, or yeah. it's action sci-fi yeah, with yeah. a lot of horror in it. You definitely get very like oh shit in that. But um, but it's a different beast, and I'm not knocking it. I really like it. For me, it's like Godfather one and two. Yeah, like, yeah they're yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. Like they they're both, just very different. They're just they're very different, yeah. and yet I absolutely feel that the second one is part of the same world. Like James Cameron really consciously made like a Ridley Scott looking world, but still he had his more sort of Terminator roots going into yeah, yeah. that. And I do and I love now see those are compelling characters. Movies today don't give any fucks about the ensemble cast. They're like, yeah, yeah you got or or what I love is just a quick aside. I have a weird love-hate relationship to the Hobbit movies. Yeah. I always love looking at them, but I always go, you're not... You're poser movies. Because it should be said, you're the hugest Lord of the Rings fan. Oh, yeah, Yeah. dude. I'm all over Lord of the Rings. And I think The Hobbit should have been one long-ass movie. That's it. Just do one three-and-a-half-hour movie, done. But it was made into three three three-and-a-half-hour movies, and you're just like, God damn it. And uh, I mention this because... Ah, oh, shit. Cannabis is fun until it <laughs> you, limits you your thoughts. High? Oh, hell yeah, I, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of The come down is yeah. coming. All right, no, cool. No, no, it's like... Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's because I'm talking about... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, okay, well, when you watch the extended Hobbit, you get to see more of the character dynamic. But when you're just going in there, you're seeing 14 dwarves, 13 dwarves, and you don't really have, you don't really yeah, have any yeah. care. But you see all these special features where they really worked extensively with the actors to do, this is your relationship, but okay, great, you do all this background work, it doesn't translate to the screen. Yeah. And this is happening a lot. There's there's better examples of this. Like, I think, yeah, not to knock on, on Hobbit too badly. Enough people did. But, I want to uh, watch it just for the dragon, Smog. Oh, that, it's badass. And it's better yeah, than Cumberbatch see, that, doing that, the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, and movement. I, I, one day I'll sit down and watch them. I'll watch them with you. I'll Dude, I'll, you. I'll totally... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, please. We can shit on them together because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to shit on in those movies. And yet I kind of... It's not like as awful as the prequels of Star Wars, but they're weird. Like they kind of belong in the world, but they're all, there's so much wrong with them. But I'm right. kind of fascinated yeah, by yeah. Anyway. Uh, Let me ask fuck. you. Well, I brought that up because just just quickly. Yeah. Because the ensemble marine characters in Aliens uh-huh. are so fucking cool, and they all have little nuances. And uh, this is where we all fell in love with Bill Paxton, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it, movies nowadays, uh, you, you see 
They don't even, they, they're like, whatever. We trust the audience is so fucking uninterested except for big explosions that we're not even going to show any dynamic. Yeah. You know, like, or how about the first Predator? Those are interesting dudes who yeah, all yeah. have, like... Characters. They're, they're characters. And yeah. you know the difference between Jesse Ventura's character and Carl Weathers' character. Like, they all yeah, have yeah. these little, like, isms. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, they're like, yeah, you, like, like Prometheus. What's the nuances of those characters? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Nothing. Not fucking one thing. Yeah. To the point where Idris Elba just decides to fuck with his crew for no reason. Uh. Like, like, yeah. Uh, and don't get me started on, come here, little fella, on that movie. <laughs> God damn yeah, it. Yeah, lots of people bring that That's up. fucking, that's Ridley Scott himself, Mr. Alien, first one. And he's like, I, I once, by the way, this is my impression of Ridley Scott is, uh, he's always rubbing his eyes. He's <laughs> very tired and he's completely over it. And uh, they're like, you know, uh, People ask me all the time, uh, if you could direct, direct Blade Runner or Alien again today, would you do it the same way? And uh, probably not. Can I can I ask Mr. Scott a question? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you'd like. Alex is talking shit. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, he's a bloody failure. Anyway. <laughs> no, just, no, no. Mr. Scott, about, be nice. Well, I mean, you know, he's he talks up a good game, but why don't you make a film? Oh, he will. He will. We will. Uh, Debbie right. and the devil. All yeah. right. Well, I'll yeah. be waiting here in my crank out house. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Scott. But uh, let me ask you, uh, yeah. how old were you? I, you may have mentioned that. Yeah, but Alien. When I first saw yeah, Alien. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Way too young to be watching that show. Oh, I was yeah? like seven or eight. Oh, it was, yeah? it was like, it gave me like the best of nightmares oh, for okay. a couple of years. Okay. Awesome. So I was much too young to be watching that. But yeah, anyway, that that's my entry one. So okay, you, sir, okay. entry one. Which coincidentally, I was also... Like I think I was seven, or, or yeah, I believe I was seven when I saw this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, and quickly when you saw Alien, how old were you? I think. Or, and I was, was it in, Alien? Did you start with a different? one? I saw both Alien and Aliens. I uh-huh. think in their entirety when yeah. I was in third grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. And, and, That's but the see, time. <laughs> this is the thing. I might mention this. When I was a kid, I would see snippets of certain like movies and they would kind of traumatize me. One mm-hmm. of the most traumatizing things that I saw and it wasn't traumatizing traumatize. It was like I was like 3 or 4. And then on TV you see Sigourney Weaver, it was from Aliens. And it was when she has that weird sort of hallucination flashback where her stomach stretches. Oh yeah. And dude. I thought that's like oh in my little mind I'm like what the hell, you know, like Grown-ups get into weird stuff. There's always... I've always contended that there is a sexuality, a sort of grotesque sexuality to the alien films as expressed through the, the, the fierce, beautiful... Yeah, sexuality well, dude, of, of uh, you know. Yeah, you're not Ripley. You're not joking though, because I've heard this and I agree with it. The the face huggers kind of have this sort of vaginal thing. Oh, dude, you know yeah, what I mean? No, no, and the eggs and stuff. Implications. Yeah. all they're fierce. And then the aliens themselves have this phallic. Yeah, look, phallic dome. They have a phallic thing coming out of their mouth. Yeah, it's basically yeah, like a, yeah, a, yeah. a like a penis mouth that yeah, comes out yeah. of their mouth to get you. And yeah, yeah, it's a perversion of of sexuality in the creatures. And there's also just like there's this wonderful scene in the first Alien movie where where you know they could have had an obligatory sex scene somewhere earlier in the film with Tom yeah, Skerritt yeah. and one or both of the girls, but they didn't. They kept it professional, yeah, and cool. Yeah. And she's literally the last person alive, and she thinks she's beat the alien. And there's this wonderful scene that's just, it's simple, it's sexy, it's memorable. And it's also just a vulnerable scene of just a woman who just has fucking had a long-ass day. And she strips out of her, 
uniform. Do you yeah, remember yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, it's just it's this wonderful, just kind of like I'm I'm trying to say it as gracefully as possible, folks. But uh, it's just a, it's a lovely moment. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's it's one of the best. Yeah. But anyway, so my number one, and I numbered these, but again, it's okay. impossible. It's dumb. Yeah. You know, my number one. I was seven years old when I saw it. Creep Show, directed by George <laughs> A. Romero, written nice. by Stephen King. Yeah. Have you seen Creepshow? I've only seen the vignette of Stephen King. Oh, yeah. With the weird glowing yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. He finds that, yeah, a yeah. meteor and stuff. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what Creepshow is, it's an anthology horror thing. Yeah, like and four little Yeah, no, I believe there. five. Five, okay. Yeah. It's, the first story is uh, uh, f- called Father's Day. The second story is uh, the Stephen King thing. The third is about this guy and this monster in a box. The fourth... Oh, right. Is, oh, wait. Right. No, wait. I think that... I got them all out of order. But then there's one with uh, Ted Danson and, and huh. Leslie Nielsen. No that way. That you might think is interesting. What? It's a really great Leslie movie. Nielsen? It's one of the... Ted Danson? Yeah. I, I think there's think, some horror here. Yeah. I think I have like... Uh, a, a emotional attachment to it you know what yeah, i mean like like course. like just because i it was the first like quote unquote scary like really scary not yeah. ghostbusters or beetlejuice or something yeah. like a really adult horror film that you know were like, you also in that kind of third grade realm when you first saw this i second grade oh nice yeah okay so this was, is even more this is an early impression yeah yeah here, right? yeah so like yeah. yeah i remember we were in our second grade. and it doesn't it have this iconic cover of like the grim reaper and yeah like, yeah, the movie yeah, theater, yeah, yeah like looking yeah. over his shoulder like i'm here at the movies yeah, a yeah. weird little thing about it is that they wanted to do they did a creep show too oh right some people say it's not as strong as creep show one but it mm-hmm. does have its fans you know what yeah. i mean and then they wanted to do a th- a a, sh- a creep show show and so you yawned. Are you I'm bored? So, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's and the then oxygen the creep to the brain. show show. You know, no, no. But anyway, they wanted to do a creep, creep show, show show. Yeah. yeah. And because creep show is, the, it was an old comic. It was an old EC comic and stuff. Uh, like these horror comics. So kind of like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, exactly. Sort of. okay, it was like gotcha. that that period. And then they wanted to do a creep show show. Show, show, show. Show, show, show. And, show. Yeah, and then uh, they couldn't get the rights to the title of creep show. So mm-hmm. instead they used Tales from the Dark Side. And that's like oh, this. It was on no, CBS. That's one that I think I was that. That was the series Tales yeah. from the Dark Side. And then, side, in yeah. fact, the 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 film Tales from the Dark Side yeah. was supposed to be the third Creep Show, but they couldn't get no the way. the rights to because that show. one. I feel like I've seen. Yeah, it was on Netflix for a while. But yeah, it was, was that like was that made in the eighties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is one of the vignettes in that one? Um, Another one of these sort of like haunted cars that keeps coming after a guy in the desert. One of those vignette horror films from the 70s or 80s has this like priest who's getting harassed by a car in the oh. desert on on par with duel and like maximum overdrive kind of shit wait that sounds familiar too right but like yeah he's got his sort of priest collar in the desert with a fucking maniac like black faded over oh. muscle car where you can't see the driver and it's coming after him yeah anyway you at home write to us. And yeah. Let us know. And dude, while you're at it at home, if you there, there was a movie that I saw when I was a little boy about these kids that went to the jungle and then they get stalked by this tribesman, this jungle tribesman, and they get killed by the tribesman. Find out what that movie wow. is too if you're really astute with these things. But anyway. Yeah. Back to uh yeah. So that's so, so we show. have Alien and Creep Show. Alien so and far. Creep Show. My no. next uh, one, gotta throw in the shining. Stanley Kubrick's yeah. The Shining. You got that one as well? No, it wait. Um, 
No, I put it on my list of what about this one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You oh, know, okay. like, well, well, what about it? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Uh, that to me uh, is uh, also on par with the production quality of Alien. It's a beautiful movie. It's it's incredible to look at. There's been a lot of speculation on what every shot means. There's that fucking documentary which you got to take with a bit of. I took it with a grain of salt. Yeah, that whole yeah. room two three seven thing, but. I do feel though that it at its core, and I under, I read the book too, and I like the book, but mm-hmm. I, my, admittedly, my first impression. By the way, I thought about this. That's kind of like twenty forty nine. I think people who read the book when it was published in seventy seven, I think, and then three years later the movie came out. People uh-huh. who loved the book, I think, were disappointed oh, by yeah. the movie. Same with Stephen, because it's true. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. expecting Stephen King's novel. That ain't what. No, you're looking at basically the essence of his novel through the eyes of Kubrick. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, dude, Stephen, you're about to like rule the publishing world for like a couple decades now. I would personally be like in awe that Stanley Kubrick wants to do fucking one of my novels. Yeah. Like, really? Like yeah. Stanley Kubrick? Yeah, it, yeah. it almost seems unlikely that that ever would have happened. I don't know why, because I mean, he Stephen King, legitly, I love him as a writer. He's great. Yeah. But also, it just sounds just too cool that this could have happened, because yeah. you almost get the feeling that Stephen, uh, that uh, uh, Kubrick was more interested in like kind of you know, big classic titles yeah. rather than like a contemporary horror. There, that was there's that. a yeah. quote that I read in some book. It could have been like Kubrick's biography or something about Stephen King even. Mm-hmm. But where, where Stephen King said, and it, I think it was, I believe it was like when it was in production or maybe when it was released or something where he was like, I honestly think he wants to hurt people with this movie. Wow, which is it's yeah. I'm p- totally paraphrasing, but and like I, it was something to that. Effect. And I have heard you heard the cool thing about like the shot of the room two three seven and Danny wearing the sweatshirt that says up that has the Apollo eleven rocket. Yeah, what sewn it, what, in. What, yeah. Well, what, the story behind that is Stephen, uh, uh, Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Uh, was the one who shot the moon landing footage. It was all faked. And oh, he, he did, he totally. Did, yeah, totally. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Of, of course, course this happened. Yeah. I mean, science is still a myth. And he, <laughs> yeah. and he was apparently in Studio 237, and he had Danny wearing an Apollo 11 sweater specifically for that scene uh. because he wanted to suggest that, like, yeah, I'm about to show you the fucking horrific truth of the Apollo 11 mission as through the eyes of this little boy who's about to unknowingly open a portal to all the witches and all that. You saw that documentary? Yeah. How many people have this theory? Is it just one dude? I mean, you hear throughout the movie, you never see them. You're just always watching images of the movie, but you hear like 10 different people who are like, this is clearly about the annihilation of the Native American. And you're like... Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I think that could be there, but to me, it's clearly about alcoholism. Right. Now, that see, is a very relatable yeah. fucking thing. But see, yeah. do you think that... The, the the book I hear is that. Like, it's about alcoholism, Totally. Right? It's, it's yeah. kind of like he's casting... I When you read the book, you kind of feel like this was a younger, but nevertheless father, Stephen King who is divulging his own worst fears about, like, if I'm not careful, I could be, you know, because yeah, I think yeah. even people who love to drink, it's just like, this. it might loom in you that at yeah. one point you were exposed to that as some raging alcoholic, or you yeah. just know it's possible. That yeah. demon can happen to anyone. But do you think uh, Kubrick was true to that totally? And do you think maybe Stephen King was disappointed that, like... I just, here's the thing that, like, Stephen King, 
that no stone is left unturned in the book. There's you want to know why Jack Nicholson's character is already unhinged? Well, guess what? The book will tell you everything that happened before. I know the movie gets knocked a lot because they're like, dude, he's clearly a psychopath from scene one. I'm like, exactly, dude. Yeah. This is what I love about it is that he's like, well, don't worry, Mr. Ullman, that none of that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, like, you're just yeah. like, this guy is, you know, my wife is a ghost and horror enthusiast. You know, <laughs> yeah. just he's already just a little. And, dude, I love, fucking love when they're, you know, what was the Donner part? Or, or I love when... The the wife Shelley Duvall who who's amazing in that movie yeah yeah like, dude yeah. fuck the Razzies fuck that whole thing you know people I've heard people oh she got who, a Razzie for it yeah really that's dumb and I've heard people just like it's it's a popular thing I've heard people they just like to knock her for that and I think it's misogynistic yeah. and bullshit and pl- plus people have watched the cool Vivian Kubrick documentary that comes with the DVD yeah. where you see her getting like grilled a lot by yeah. Kubrick and yeah. I think that made I think people figured she must have been anything you know there's some negative dude she's amazing in that movie there's so many fucking great scenes with her and uh She's like, she asks him just very blithely as they're driving to their certain doom to the Overlook Hotel. She's like, say, isn't this about the part where the Donner party happened? And he just, you just see Nicholson just holding it all in. And he just goes, I think that was farther west in the Sierras. (laughs) (laughs) It's so like, oh, God. Um, I think it's also... I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful story through the boy's eyes as well because he really it's the thing that a lot of uh, boys are going to face. They're coming from uh, a father haunted by demons. This is yeah. alcoholism. Yeah. The gene I think is in Danny the boy, yeah. but he's able to counteract it with Tony, who lives in his <laughs> finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How old were you when you first saw it? All right, full full disclosure. I think I, I and the reason I'm taking a deep breath here is that I jokingly say that The Shining is like an autobiography for it's like it's not a horror film. It's like my yeah, my, yeah. my story. Um, it's just I could relate to it because I was in that kind of. It wasn't. I mean, The Shining is extreme, mm. but I was an only child like Danny yeah. with uh, a very you know sweet and responsible and well-meaning mother who's trying to balance these you know extremities in her life and one of them being also a very sort of creatively stunted unhinged person yeah who also is attached to alcohol and all that yeah and just that was kind of like uh and even not the a wise friend once told me well you know you can also you don't have to always be drinking to be an alcoholic. There's a lot. It's not, you know, yeah. the, the actual physical drinking of it is a manifestation, but that de- that alcoholic demon can live in someone who ain't even drinking. Yeah, yeah. It's just that fucking righteous rage. And um, so I, re- I, I put that all up as a setup that I was about 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. When I started kind of also getting hip to sort of like the, uh, that's about the age when you start to realize that a lot of adults are full of shit. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. And so um, that was on, I think, TNT, Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision oh, kind yeah? of stuff. And I think, obviously, heavily edited for television. But I remember seeing this scene where he's like, Dad? Yes, son? You wouldn't hurt us, would you? No. <laughs> I wish we could stay here forever and ever. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that, uh, so it has like a deep, 
Well, I, I always, I thought it was going to be hard to watch once I did watch. And then I remember it was my first year in, in sort of like my college years. Yeah. I didn't, I, I never officially attended a four year, but I did go to Santa Monica college. Whoop. Nice. Yeah. Great, great time to also just meet a lot of new people and, yeah. and explore. And I rented it from a library, watched it on my laptop and was thoroughly chilled by it and at this point i was of an age where i wouldn't get so wrapped up in just some people can't get past the content of it being a scary movie and so they get very squeamish and that's cool and that's hey the movie served its purpose but i started looking at like do you remember the scene where it's like moonlight kind of they it's like a pale blue light on jack nichols and he's just looking insane yeah he's looking out the window he's like looking out the window and he's doing the kubrick gaze yeah, yeah which yeah. has been in every i think starting with um who's uh, probably before strange love but i can think all i mean alex and clockwork yeah. orange uh gomer pile and in, in uh full metal jacket oh, that's that, right. that fucking thing where you're looking up like almost just that psychotic long yeah. stare i do it all the time yeah you know <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do that in the morning just to remind <laughs> yeah. myself who i am yeah. and uh and yeah so that moment is just fantastic it, uh, amazing score throughout it beautiful to look at uh so many questions it's a, re- it's a, a kind of again blade runner Oh, here's a fun tie-in to that. That bullshit theatrical version of Blade Runner has a forced happy ending where they brought back Harrison Ford and Sean Young to shoot a scene where they're driving blissfully through. Yeah, I a remember rush. that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so wait, wait. All these characters had to do was just go a couple miles out of the city. Like that's bullshit. What yeah. do you mean? There's this lush world outside of this. Yeah. And then on top of that, we have to hear him go. It turned out she'd live. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> and then all these aerial shots. All of that is leftover shit from The Shining. Oh. You know how The Shining begins oh, wait, with all this crazy yeah, yeah. aerial shit? Yeah, so they use, so basically it was all a bunch of shit that Kubrick wasn't using it, and they're like, hey, can we use it? We have to find a, a good, and that's, that theatrical cut of Blade Runner has beautiful to look at aerial images of the world, but, yeah. you, but you just kind of think to yourself like, well, then what is the fucking world I've been seeing? Yeah, about uh-huh. this? this is just Los Angeles, got yeah. became this yeah. nightmare world. You know, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. The Shining. So The Shining. Yeah. I'm sorry that took me 20 years to get No, no, no. Yeah. This is cool. This is a good oh. meaty episode. Yeah. Lots of content, Meaty. Folks. Lots of content to, to absorb. Yeah. Okay. Exorcist. Nice. I, 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 that was my little, like, on the periphery. I would say... Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like, I numbered this like a moron. But, uh. like, <laughs> I would I would put... I put Creepshow above Exorcist because mm. of just personal reasons. Yeah. I love it. It was, like, the first, like really scary movie that i saw as i said but if you were if you invented say a machine that could prove a scary movie mathematically mm-hmm. like i think the exorcist is a yeah. genuinely scary movie creep show is fun Seriously. the exorcist is genuinely freaky mm-hmm. and it's still freaky yeah it's scary alex it really is dude there well, there are images that just were subtly added yeah. And, and indeed even like grotesquely yeah, yeah, that yeah. will make you just like yeah like I, burn your memory I remember you know I saw that young because yeah. it's a big movie but like I remember a couple years ago or like three years ago I went to San Francisco to like rewrite Debbie and the Devil for like the 50 millionth time yeah, and then yeah. like and I had this ritual at the time like near where I was staying there was a DVD store and I would go every day and buy like a horror film and you know they were cheap. They were like four ninety nine yeah. or whatever. And then totally. I would go back, write a little, and then watch it. And then you know, like whatever. 
I, I watch a lot of horror movies. They don't scare me. I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah. But the one time... And I'm in this place alone. It's like my dad's yeah. office and stuff. The one time I kind of got like... Not scared. I wasn't like... Oh, but like... Is that shot of Pazuzu? Do you know who I'm talking about? Pazuzu is the demon in Exorcist. We're talking about the thing that almost looks like... It's Klaus like, Kinski when he played Nosferatu. Kind of, yeah, like, it's, like, it has like red like, eyes. And yeah, like, and, and, and kind of vampire. Yeah, 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 dude. I saw that and I was like, what the f- I don't even remember yeah, that. when I And I was just like, because I think that's from the later versions or something. Right. That's yeah. another one that I've been confused about. The Exorcist has a couple cuts, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, There's a 2000 cut that I think that's is... That's where you see her bent backwards going down the downstairs, yeah, 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 vomiting yeah. blood. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. a genuinely upsetting movie. There's like, a there's a shot later in the movie where she gets up off the bed for a second and she is sort of on her knees and kind of bending back like this. Yeah, and then I you, that, and yeah. then you see kind of cross fading on the side is that sort of the the stone idol of the devil that, right, like, right, right, that yeah, was yeah. found in the archaeological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that yeah, the it's, images are scary. It's as fuck. scary. And the, go ahead. Oh, was, did you hear Paul Mooney's? take on that no tell me dude he the great comedian paul <laughs> mooney he talked about he said because he and richard Pryor went to go see it together and i think just i'm just imagining they probably got loaded before yeah. going in and they're like he's like you don't understand we didn't have at this point we didn't have a context for like horror and kind of like the convention of it we just know it's a highly acclaimed movie called the exorcism what do we know? <laughs> <clears throat> and like so so just imagine having no you have no idea it's going to be about a possessed girl yeah. no fucking idea yeah. in fact the first 20 minutes of that movie i think are these long as archae remember the very opening shot is very long is archaeological statue thing? the statue yeah. thing because also the exorcist is uh who is the exorcist is it is it max von cito or is it Damien? Damien, why you do this to me, i think Damien? i think it's max von cito. <coughs> no it's both or is it Damien? yeah i don't know i just know that he, he's talking Damien? about yeah i think it was damien yeah. he's, he talks about how they're like okay some archaeological thing they're like oh okay and then and then then this young bitch starts peeing on the ground and we don't know what like we're like what sick fetish shit is this that we're watching in this movie and then slowly just and all that and then and then he's like there's richard and me in the corner shaking and we we ran out of that theater like terrified like we believed that this shit was true yeah yeah Yeah. because i mean can you imagine seeing it at the time that it was released you know what i mean like like sort of a cultural i know that my dad watched it in the theaters and he hated it. Like, my dad does not like upsetting movies and oh, stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, I think also it's a, it's a, uh, it kind of says fuck you to Catholicism, or, or it gives Catholicism a run for its, it, it challenges that yeah. because this is well, the battle between yeah, yeah, Catholic yeah. faith. And like, people the, thought that it would actually, like, if you watch it, you're cursed and so A oh, lot of yeah. stuff. But I mean, I mean you know, yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, it, it's 73, right? I believe so. Yeah, I didn't look up it the, feel, the, yeah. it, I think it, it feels always really ahead of its time. Yeah. Even the soundtrack sounds kind of more like 80s and 70s. The re- one of the reasons why it's super effective is that the normal human parts are very believable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, And I usually... I no, like, Ellen Burstyn as this distressed mother. Just yeah, like, yeah. On, just, on just a human level, you're like, yeah, dude, you, you lose your yeah. mind. And wondering it's like, what the fuck's wrong with my child. Yeah. yeah. And it's like super realistic and the direction by William Friedkin really top-notch really dude amazing yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah so yeah the exorcist the exorcist cool alex yeah well this is what i don't i'm not even going to get into it because i did on the first podcast no, but the descent 
that's another oh, right, one right, right, right. Okay. I, I talked yeah. about it in the first one, but just again, just to reiterate, all female cast, awesome adventure. You think it's one thing, then it's another, then it's another. Yeah. And, and just great creatures, great soundtrack, looks good. And uh, there should be more uh, movies with like a kick-ass troop of women who yeah, have, yeah, have to yeah. fucking figure it out. You, through. you yeah. love that descent. I do love that yeah. descent. It's, it's on the list. I haven't seen it in a million. Wait, actually, I saw it. No, you saw the day, it when the we, day, yeah, yeah, the day we did it. I, I think saw, you saw was, kind of like a shitty YouTube Yeah, yeah exactly. It was like a really bad yeah, yeah. YouTube but transfer. No, no, but a, I, I got to watch that, that again. And it's also, it's a, not very many people talk about that. I, I've already mentioned two iconic horror. I had to throw in something that's yeah, more yeah, personal yeah. to me. See, that's the thing. Everything that I put they're all obvious but they're obvious for a reason yeah, it's, you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, totally. and then I'll get to like the honorable mm-hmm. men- not even honorable mentions they should have been on the list too fuck yeah, this it's, fuck but, these yeah. top <laughs> but five but anyway uh, Psycho nice Alfred Hitchcock nice Psycho. oh dude I didn't even think about Hitchcock but only this, but because yeah. of its influence really I mean do you see why lists are bullshit like just yeah. because it's like it, but it's still good even it, if even without all the legacy and all yeah. the, the secrecy to it you when you watch it just with kind of fresh naked eyes yeah, it's fucking yeah. great yeah, yeah. I mean it inspired the next one on my list but mm. I would put the next one on my list above Psycho okay as a, well. as a scary movie experience you know what I mean but okay yeah. so Psycho I mean you know I love it have you seen the other ones the Psycho 2, 3, 4 <laughs> no but I know that yeah. isn't, isn't Anthony Perkins and all of them oh yeah they're actually really great they're, really? they're not bad at all not hmm. bad at all like i remember uh and it, i saw them before i saw the original <laughs> it was they were showing that's, they were showing all of them on usa network yeah and i taped them all and that's i watched how, them i was like how, a kid that's how i saw jaws i saw oh, yeah? all of them but yeah. the first one yeah, yeah. it was weird like uh, that and we mentioned jaws should be on this list right absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, okay yeah. okay but okay cool no what, how old were you though when you first were Watching uh, those Psycho movies? Yeah, like when you first saw Psycho. Because we all knew this. Yeah. Like, yeah like well, I the, also knew it because I went to Universal Studios totally. once. And, you know, like. I remember my mom and I went to that. And, of course, what the first thing we did when we got home, rented Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember as a kid, I couldn't have been more bored with every scene <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. had nothing to do with the actual murder yeah, scene. Yeah. But that, a quick mention on Psycho, I think it uh, it's one of the finest examples and I can't, well, I'm sure there's an earlier example than that, but to me it's one of the earliest examples of where your protagonist is taken away from you mm-hmm, mid-movie mm-hmm. or even or even first third of yeah, the movie. That's a big reason this is, it's on the list. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. still... The next one on my All list right. is above. All right, the, cool, I, would, cool. I would put it above it. Alex. Well, then, so uh, for me now, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, Two though. Evil Dead Two yeah, specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for those of you who haven't done the Evil Dead movies yet, don't worry. If you, uh, I think Evil Dead One is a great study of like what you can do with like two dollars and a dream. It's great. Yeah. It's, but two is. It's not like you'll miss anything by having not seen one. Two is only by reference because it's literally the second time Bruce Campbell and. Uh, yeah sam raimi you know went on this journey together and but it it really is a complete story by itself it opens up very simply you understand what's going on this is incredible because it is genuinely scary and fucking hilarious yeah it's one of the funniest movies it's so fucking funny the scene where all the inanimate objects start coming to life and he and a lamp have like a buddy moment where they're yeah. both like, oh, look, we're going up and down together. And yeah. he's laughing psychotically yeah, yeah. when he fucking crafts his own chainsaw arm and goes groovy. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's a fucking fantastic movie. Uh, 
three stooges in in a haunted cabin yeah. basically if you're a big fan of blood and goo which this has a lot oh, of there's a lot dude, of dude excess yeah. i mean like comical amounts yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like there, there's a scene where i think like a, a demon's trying to get to them from underneath like the the cellar and then he or the basement and they stomp on the trap door which squeezes the head of this thing which makes an eyeball pop out <laughs> yeah. and of course it flies out and it and it lands in a woman's screaming mouth like like just it's just like r- ridiculous yeah. like unnecessary yeah, yeah. shit all over that movie it's fantastic yeah. so that's my other i you know, i put the Evil Dead movies, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, on the, and and, on the... and a lot of people will contend and say that uh, Army of Darkness is the mo- most people I know say, but then Army of Darkness. I'm like, yeah, but you guys keep skipping over how fucking great Evil Dead Two yeah, is. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I totally agree. Army of Darkness is iconic, but it's a different flick. It's a yeah. different flick. That's yeah. almost like that. Actually, to me, always felt like a cool extended, like Hercules' legendary journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. adventure. It's a fantasy kind of, movie. It's a fantasy more movie. Than horror. Yeah. yeah. No, Evil Dead Two is straight up your horror formula. Two questions with about hilarity. That. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the Evil Dead remake? Nah, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It, it, was, it, it, it okay? was not. Ev- it was not the Evil Dead that we have in our hearts. Right. I mean, was there was, any zaniness to it? No, or not they, at yeah, all. It was. That. It was super dead serious, and so I enjoyed it as its own thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. You're consider- good about that. See, yeah, 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 I'm attached. Yeah. I, that's my problem. Because I'm, I'm, like, co- I'm a cold-hearted person, so I'm able to do right, that. But flexible. It, yeah. You're, you're you're more Buddhist. And then the other question: Have you ever seen Ash versus Evil Dead, the show? No. May I recommend? Okay, it? it's amazing. Nice, it's so good. I don't, uh, I don't know when the third season is coming out because it's in kind of in limbo. Because I guess they change management at Stars, so it's like, All right. it, but it is a really good, funny show. Like okay. it has that. Hey, if they do it right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <gasps> highly recommend it. When okay. when I get my Stars subscription, I'll let you have the password. <laughs> but you. anyway, um, so you said Evil Dead Halloween. Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead 2, yeah, 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 okay. Halloween, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I saw that again a couple years ago. It's still, it's very scary. Yeah. It's, when she's outside trying to wake up the kids to come, you know, sleepy kids to yeah. get downstairs and open the fucking door because he keeps getting closer and closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still... What's it, the trivia behind his mask again? That's a real person. That uh, was a William Shatner mask. That's right. And it's they a just, William Shatner yeah, mask. Yeah, and they just like... You know, painted spray painted over it. Yeah, very weird, cool choice. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought about uh, John Carpenter movies. Just yeah. a quick, like, along with that, I love They Live. Yeah, Escape from New York, Assault on Precinct. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like this is a great. He's done some fantastic work. Yeah, I know. Like those are John Carpenter. He's his own genre. You yeah, know what I mean, like he, scoring he his, his own, own movies yeah, too. Has, it's, it's his it's soundtrack. I'm picturing him there going all. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting how like like recent movies like I don't know off the top of my head like uh, It Follows are mm-hmm. sort of like riffing on John Carpenter like have you seen It Follows? Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I I and then I e- think it was alright. Even when like, people told me, dude, it's about STDs, I it didn't. I was like, oh yeah stds really now i love it yeah, you know, yeah. Like, but yeah but i i just i i thought it was again i thought it was sort of i don't know you know not everything's for everyone yeah i haven't seen it since it came out in theaters but i, I thought it was all right but you know whatever you know so like, I, just to quickly recap on what we've said so far we've said creep show alien shining uh evil dead 2 evil dead 2 halloween the descent 
Uh, I'm skipping some of yours. You also said... No, no, no. You haven't skipped. Uh, Exorcist? Oh, there we go. I skipped The Exorcist. Psycho? And Psycho. Okay, okay. okay. So that's our eight so now far. Now we're at two yeah. more. All right. Okay. Uh, it's your turn. David Cronenberg's The Fly. Ah. That's very good. That wasn't... That didn't... Yeah. 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 I would. The but. Fly... Uh, now, and, and big... I'm anti-remake and sequel for the mm. most part. This is and and let's not forget the '50s movie. If nothing else, is famous for "Help me," huh. you know, like we kind of know that. Vincent Price is in that one. Vincent Price is yeah, in that yeah. one as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hope that. Have works. you seen it? Yeah, I saw it back in the day, and and um, it's really cool for like a '50s horror movie yeah it yeah. has if anything more that kind of hammer feel yeah and yeah. it's kind of fun saturday matinee horror yeah. although it, admittedly it's it's disturbing and creepy to this day to yeah. see this little fly person going help me yeah. with a spider coming at like yeah, yeah. it's just weird and and crazy so the fact that he took that story really put it into what was then a contemporary 80s movie and call me crazy, and I've never read an article about this. I don't know if I'm over-speculating here, but the way his body is breaking down and what, and when it was made, and especially a scene when he's in a bathrobe hobbling on a cane and he hasn't mm-hmm. quite gotten... He, he's, he's definitely noticeably, like, mutated on his skin, but he hasn't gotten to. I thought to myself, oh, fuck, this is the 80s, and this is about this intimate relationship, and also it's Cronenberg, is all about, like, they call him venereal horror. Yeah. I'm like, this is about AIDS, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Fly remake is really about this. I mean, the, and then, of course, until it tips into him, be, you know, mutating into a monster, and then we're in full-on horror. Yeah. But the setup for it, also a really believable love story that is complicated and and i really i think gina davis is fantastic in it obviously uh you know iconic performance by uh goldblum but what i love is the you you can tell that she really fell for an unlikely quirky kind of scientist guy and she it's painful to see someone you love physically and mentally just transform and become something else become brendelfly become brendelfly dude and i <laughs> and and that's so cool that he really is like trying to do okay with it and he's trying and he's like i decided i thought i'm gonna make a, <laughs> yeah. a uh, children's show yeah. where i'm gonna educate them about what i'm going you know, yeah. like like it's really cool it, it's creepy and gross when he's standing in front of the mirror and starts squeezing like yeah i was just of thinking pus like, yeah. out of his fingers yeah. and like it, or when he eat, demonstrates on video how to eat, how he eats. Oh God! Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah. It's Great it's stuff. so like Good incredibly, stuff for the kids. yeah. But like, it, I think it's one of the finest like love stories with horror. Really cool characters and just yeah, just yeah. twisted and strange. It's really great. Yeah. I, I I saw it a couple years ago. I mean, I've seen it prior to this, but like. At one of the horror thons, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I'm not going this year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, you I don't. Know, like, I can't say I've ever been to one. Yeah, yeah. One Wait, day. you have? Oh, oh, that last I'm sorry, year. That one, yeah. of course. Of no, course, it's of just, course. it's just. I looked at the tickets, and then it, it was all booked up anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. Next time. That's why I came up with this idea. This is our, yeah. our own horror thon. But anyway, um, uh, uh, I saw it at one of the horror thons with a friend who's like Iranian and like from Iran, yeah. and like he barely speaks English, but he's like an artist and stuff. And he said, yeah, it was like a novel because they showed The Fly and he was like, yeah, it was kind of like a novel. Is it based on a novel? Do you know? 
Probably. I mean, we we have to remember that Hollywood always gets its shit. Usually, yeah. From a novel. yeah, yeah. Even if it's like a nothing novel, they're they're always like, yeah. But the idea is where it's yeah. held by that. And yeah, I I'm almost certain that the the fifties fly probably was based on even like a short story that made it into like amazing tales. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that was the fly. You would, that, you would, you would, you would agree. It's it's one of the few cases of a film being improved by as, as a remake. It's a weird. It's a, a kind of like how Blue Lagoon, the iconic one with uh, you know Brooks Shields and Christopher Atkins. That's a, that actually is technically like the third incarnation of that story, but it's the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not like anyone's even keeping score with the original ones, but yeah. like uh, the Fly remake. That's a great fucking example yeah. of a, a, a. I know there's other. Uh, there's others that I haven't thought of here, but that it's it's a weird yeah. thing where like I think they exist equally. If you want to watch the fifty one fifties one, it's cool. I just think there's there's a contemporary vibe mm-hmm. that hasn't gotten old with with the uh, with Brundlefly, yeah, version, yeah, which yeah. is just yeah. good old Brundlefly. Yeah. So that brings us to my number five, uh-huh. a Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, yeah. Just because it's so fucking iconic, but Absolutely. also when I was a kid it was very scary. Yeah, well that, that that they figured it out. It's like, "Oh no, no, you won't be safe when you're asleep yeah, after watching yeah, this yeah, movie." Yeah. yeah. I remember um, you know, watching a little bit of it at a birthday party and then it gets to the part where Johnny Depp is. Do you remember Johnny Depp? Of course. Yeah. That's that's kind of and what like, we especially it, it was that part where the lady gets ripped up uh you know, in oh, her sleep, and Johnny yeah. Depp jumps out of the bed and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and like the grown-ups were like, because it was at a kid's birthday party, and they were like, "What are you guys watching?" And oh, they turned yeah. it off and stuff. Oh yeah, but uh, I just nostalgia reasons yeah. for. And he's a creepy ass villain, all yeah. burnt up and yeah. shit. Ooh, yeah. You, did you do you know what his origin story is? No, his mom was a nurse at a mental asylum, and then one day all of the the lunatics like got free, and they all basically like gang raped or like they raped her oh, over and over again fuck. and so all the kids would call freddy because he, he was basically the son of a thousand maniacs and so oh, that's like the, the shit. A, a couple years ago i went through all the so wait, he's the he's the prodigy of the her getting gang raped by asylum yeah freak. he's the kid oh my from, god but was he born all burnt up and shit or no he, no uh, no what happened was he uh like killed a few kids in the uh, original he just killed a few kids uh-huh. in the remake they yeah. strongly suggest that he you know molested them and Oof, stuff like yeah. that. the remake was not great no i'm sure but um but, but i've seen all of them no but like, know, like yeah dude that, that that always is implied when they're like oh he's a child murderer i'm like, like that's yeah, what you yeah, used to call yeah, it back yeah, in the yeah. day that's the most you'd let us know yeah, he's I mean, a child molester and they yeah. set him on fire which rightfully so you know who, what I mean? who set him on fire oh though. the parents Oh, not okay. the parents of like any specific kid i don't remember but like right. just a parents group but he's technically dead as a result right like they burn him up yeah but, and he just but comes... he, now he goes through dream reality yeah, to, yeah to yeah, get you and why yeah. the long nails where does that come from uh, he made them one day he was bored <laughs> crafted and he was them like, in yeah. hell see the thing is the thing that's interesting about them is they're very surreal movies mm-hmm. and you know, Wes Craven was a very scholarly guy. He was he was a professor and yeah. he was like all of these things and stuff. And so they're very surreal. And gradually as the series went on, it became more and more like he had lots of puns. And like there's a part like he shoves a girl in a TV or something. He's like, welcome to primetime, bitch. And oh, like just Jesus, lots of jokes. Yeah. By the time Freddy's dead comes around, he's practically Bugs Bunny. And, you know, it's like it's just silly. Funny. And then Wes Craven. Sorry, I'm on like a Freddy no, Krueger no, thing. No, totally. But like Wes Craven 
went and like he returned to the series and made Wes Craven's A New Nightmare, which some people like, some people don't like. Yeah, I remember. That, that was the first that. full. You're yawning. I'm, I'm boring. Sorry, ah! no, you're not, you're not boring. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the brain. Yeah. Oftentimes, <laughs> yawning means the brain needs yeah. oxygen. Yeah. Nothing personal. Yeah, but uh, yeah. so he made Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. Which have you seen that? No, you know, dude. I've never seen anything beyond the first one. Oh, really? Ever. Well, in all my years. Wes Craven's yeah. A New Nightmare is interesting because it's one of the... F- not. I don't know about one of the first, but a very early example of a movie getting really meta in the sense that uh, it's about the actress from the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, and she is the actress from the first Nightmare on oh, Elm Street. And Freddy Krueger yeah. has come into the real world. Like I can West, dig it. It's cool. Because he did Scream, didn't he? The first one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he did all of them. Oh, okay, he, great. He was smart. He, yeah. Scream is another... Okay, hold on. Yeah, meta horror. So that's great. five. Yeah, we got to List off some honorable mentions. Definitely, uh, you know what, an old one, the first Tales from the Crypt movie with Sir Ralph Richardson yeah. as the Crypt Keeper. That's a I fun little vignette yet, thing. Yeah. I mean, dude. It's good. We're talking about, it's like on par with Hammer Horror. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's got Peter Cushing in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, oh. What else? Uh, um, okay, we mentioned Jaws is great. You know, the first Child's Play, first one. Right, scared yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, out yeah. of me as a child. As me too. Really, because I was about the age of that kid. And I just, yeah, and I remember, I was, like, there is this sort of sweet, innocent time where, like, toys mean a lot to you and you have a sort of almost interpersonal connection with them. And just the idea that one could turn on you and try to kill you and your family was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still think it's a terrifying scene to this day when the mother is, like, trying to figure it out and she rip o- opens the b- uh, battery flap and there's no batteries yeah, in there this yeah. whole fucking time yeah, and that's yeah. when she realizes yeah. that you know have you seen the other ones i definitely saw uh parts two and three especially back in when tnt would show all three of them over and over again but i've never seen bride of seed of yeah I've seen i'm just I, it's cool that brad duroff uh has oh this is what i was gonna ask yeah. he's, he's been yeah, yeah throughout has it been the same actor playing freddy krueger throughout um, all of them except for the remake. The remake, do you know who it was? Hmm. That that dude, really good actor, uh, Jackie Earl. Who's oh that yeah, dude? Jackie you, Earl Haley. Yeah, who, they used him. Yeah, okay, uh, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know. but it's like you know he's uh it, it was it was conceptually maybe the Freddy Krueger. I don't know. I don't know, man. You dude, know, like, uh, dude, I hate this remake. I hate that they. Oh, oh, Carrie, great one. Carrie, I love yeah, Carrie as well. Yeah. But but fuck, why do they have to make a goddamn you know what it is, dude? This is what I hate. It, they do it because they know it'll be an easy dollar and the fucking consuming public go, yep, and we're going to yeah. keep on supporting it. Yeah. I want a revolution. I want people to go, uh-uh, uh-uh, yeah. uh-uh. If I want to watch Carrie, I'm going to rent Brian De yeah, Palma's yeah. classic. I'm not going to fucking help you in your machine yeah. anymore. Yeah, but do you know what it comes yeah. down to? It's like the next generation of kids are like, I don't give a fuck about this. I, I have no context for this. This yeah. is not a big deal to me. They're you not, know what I yeah, mean? I know. Like, it, it, know. it gets me frustrated. I already feel like an old man. Yeah. At 33, I'm an cool. old man it's, already it's going, cool, but, man. but don't you understand there was already a carry <laughs> yeah. and, and Blade Runner already had... Hey! Yeah. And, and no one gives a fuck. They yeah. don't care. Because also, I, fewer and fewer people I meet absorb movies even people who love movies they just kind of like they like looking at it but yeah. they're not fucking they're looking not into yeah. it and and obsessing over it and weighing like the social connotations of yeah. it anyway, yeah. blah, blah, blah. but okay so my little honorable mentions yeah. was uh eyes without a face 
Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. I have it on Criteria. It's it's good. It's like a French movie about this uh, this scientist, kind technically uh-huh. a math scientist, and his uh, daughter is dis- has been disfigured in a in like an accident or something, uh-huh. and uh, so he abducts girls and like removes their faces oh and, because he wants to do like a transplant basically yeah. it's like this old french black and white by directed by george Fungo. It's, it's it's good nice. it's nice okay. but i included it because it's like a nice it gives the yeah. list but again lists are bullshit in fact uh-huh, i even yeah. wrote fuck this list because <laughs> i as i was writing i was like this yeah. is so stupid you know like because how can you qu- quantify these things but uh, i mentioned okay the shining mm-hmm. uh evil dead i put because you know i was like you know the work of Guillermo del Toro, whom I love. Yeah, 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 he's, absolutely. And I don't even see again. That's like a John Carpenter. He's his own genre. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. he's just he's he's. It's not that he's above it necessarily because he is within it, but mm-hmm. he is his own. His his work is beautiful and horrific and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun and you know, mm-hmm. Suspiria. I know. Oh yeah, you've said, and I know other people that have said yeah. that on on a story level it doesn't add up to much, but I still. I like the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. I like... And then, the, yeah. again, like, one of the things that's noticeably absent from this stupid list is Italian horror. Like, you know, oh, like the yeah, films yeah. of Lucio Fulci and Mario mm-hmm. Bava and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. So, fuck this list. Lists are stupid. Any other honorable mentions? Mm, let's see. Uh, well, we've, we've covered a lot. Friday the 13th. Oh, the, right, right. The first yeah, yeah. three, I'd say, yeah, are yeah. pretty fun to yeah. watch. I mean, they're very outdated now, but they're, yeah. but they're fun. They're nostalgic. Uh... The Babadook. The Babadook, I highly yeah, recommend. Yeah, I, I like Babadook. I thought, yeah. I thought it was a really good one, especially, you know, horror film. Oh, here's one that uh, no one's going to talk about, I should mention. Yeah. The Eclipse. Do you know what I'm talking about? This is Kieran Hines. Sounds who vaguely familiar. He's, for Game of Thrones fans, he was the king beyond the wall. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Mance Raider. Oh, they're going to take me out through burning. Not a pleasant way to go. He's the one who, who eventually Stannis burns at the stake and then Jon Snow puts him out of the Oh, uh, okay, right, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was, yeah, at first, like, considered, like, an enemy, and we actually find that, no, he was just the king of the free folk. Anyway, that guy, he's also in There Will Be Blood. Cool, I believe, I want to say Irish actor. Don't hate me if I'm wrong, people. But, yeah, anyway, he um, has lost his wife. He's a priest. He's about to lose his father, and he's being visited by ghosts. Just a cool movie. Oh, it's oh. a small movie that was made, but there's a genuinely, there's one scene that to this day freaks the fuck out of me. Yeah. Oh, you know what scared the shit out of me when I first saw it in theaters? Because I was 14, a little gullible, or 15, still gullible. Yeah. I really believed that Blair Witch was truly found footage when I saw that oh, in the yeah. theaters. Because it said in the beginning, yeah. like, oh, this was found in 1994, and I was just a little naive. I, was, yeah, I, yeah. I took things very much at face yeah, value then. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is like almost immoral to be showing this yeah, to all of us. Yeah. And uh, that scared the fuck out of me, considering at the time I was living in sort of like a forested community. So yeah. when I got home, I had to walk through some woods to get to my house. Yeah, and hearing yeah. every little snap in the trees around me had me bolting to my room. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking locked the door that night. And oh. I remember even thinking, like, this is ridiculous. Why are you locking your door? But I, that movie, when I first saw it, and now they've done all kinds of found footage stuff. All those... Now it's like its own paranormal thing. and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally its own thing. But that was the first one. You got to give credit where credit's due. And a lot of people hate it. And people complain, oh, not enough witch. Only what, what does it mean? He's facing the wall. And I know. Yeah. But that scene where they're when the t- tent starts shaking. 
Yeah, yeah. And the fucking... Oh, you know, another movie on this level that I saw recently I thought was fun, Willow Creek. Bob... Cat I've heard... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He directed this sort of... I haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I thought it was a really cool found footage horror movie about, you know, what happens when you're looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, and Getting yeah, a little too... Yeah. too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, I've heard a bunch of about that movie. Yeah. And, like, I've heard, of like, people talk about it on podcasts and stuff, but, like, yeah, I haven't seen it's it It's really fun. I like it a fun. lot. Yeah. Anything else, Alex? Uh, I'm sure there'll be more, but that's Do you have any right plans now. for Halloween? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be driving that night in my oh, job, yeah. nice. so I gotta be... I'll be extra nice. diligent to make sure I don't careen and end well, any. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be spending uh, near the holiday with you. Would you like a Halloween Oreo cookie? Mmm... I'm opening it right now. It has orange frosting. Oh my god. But then the gosh. thing is I'm sensitive. You you're good? Let's, let's I'm going to have one. Go for it right okay. now. I'm but, I, you know what? Uh, I'm going to have one too. Okay. Let's do oh, it. Shit. Yeah. Breaking I, I got half of one. <laughs> uh -huh. mm. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween everyone. people. Have a safe Halloween. Don't kill anybody and don't be killed. Yes. Um so anyway, Alex, where can the good people find you on uh, online? You can find me both on YouTube and at Twitter with Castaway Clown. That nice. is my that is my artist name. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. This is thank you for doing this, Alex. Of it's course, always brother. fun. It's you always do it. a fun. It's super movie. fun. You know, we yeah. just hang out, we talk about movies, we talk about our lives and then afterwards we talk about life in general and it's always a super fun time always fist bump always a super fun time when you come and visit yes These sir Oreo thank you thank you delicious so anyway <laughs> follow me on twitter at mr nasred follow me on instagram at mr nasred email me at nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at nasred.com for all of your nasred needs and please do like share and subscribe on itunes and leave me a beautiful review my mouth is full of oreo cookies so i'm trying to uh, and leave me a beautiful review and buy a wild seven Productions t-shirt 10 percent of the proceeds go to children incorporated Goodbye, you horrific Alex was disappointed in Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> friends. 